Hi everyone, welcome to Probably Science. I'm one of your hosts, one of three, Jesse Case, that's me, uh, sitting to my left. Hey Jesse. Hey buddy, it's Matt Kirshen. Hello. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. good. How good. are you? I'm well. I'm well. well you know, well, I don't know. Um, who? Hey, who's on your who's on your left? I think that's Andy Wood. I'm always right here. Yeah, you guys, you guys change up where you are, but I'm I'm always. Andy's here. in the same seat he's always in because it's next to where the mixing desk is, which is nearest to the electricity. Mm-hmm. Again, this we're painting a picture. We're Just painting a picture. Least- it's, I would say it's the most beautiful day we've recorded uh, on in 2015 so far. It's a very beautiful day, and sure. all the more beautiful because we're joined by a fantastic oh, guest. Hey, yes. there it is. The hilarious uh, co-host of the Throwing Shade podcast and the creator and head writer of Gay of Thrones, which is one of my favorite things on the internet, is Aaron Gibson. Oh, thank you. You know, um, I worked at The Gap, not to brag, and mm-hmm. one of the first things they teach you in in uh, in your training, in your employee training, is never to ask anyone how they're doing. Oh, because it's like a, the it's is, like, is bad. Because they're like, I'm in at The Gap, what the fuck? Do you- yeah, where do you think things are bad right now? <laughs> I need khakis. Yeah, because people might say it's... it's uh, Things aren't going. I don't know. What if their yeah. mom committed suicide or something? Yeah. Like yesterday, but today they had to get their like funeral shirt. Yeah. At the gap. <laughs> oh. At the gap. Wow. It's what she would have wanted. Yeah. She and wanted I gap never themed. forgot it. Yeah. But I still do. Well, because she fell in between a train and a platform, so we just thought it was appropriate. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't mind yeah. It. She. It's a different gap. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Starbucks employees having one extra day of training to learn how to spell names. <laughs> just hey, these are fifty names you might need to know. <laughs> Um, well, it's never been right. My name's Jesse. It, I, I think it's fairly they easy. They add eyes. They add eyes, but sometimes it's like fucking dollar signs, like <laughs> Kesha situation. I, it's mayhem. But why does everybody care? It's a cup you're going to throw away. I understand that. I, I totally understand. I mean, my name never gets spelled correctly, and I'm like, whatever. Well, it's not. What do you get? Like A R O N or something? A R O N E R Y N. Erica. Karen. <laughs> right. Karen. Karen right. all the time. Here's, here's my little conspiracy theory. Like, maybe they intentionally misspell it so that people will laugh, take photos of it, put it on Instagram, and that's free advertising for Starbucks. Well, this has been Ooh. happening way pre Instagram. I mean, I would buy into your conspiracy, I would think that's okay. Um, I mean, we are pretty close, I think, to just having the autocorrect cup. That's got to be an invention that's going to be coming out soon. Like the ink won't take unless it's being the spelled The ink won't correctly. take, yeah, or it'll have a little red squiggly under it or something. I have a solution for you that I have. Okay. I have the permacup for the, for the ice cold drinks, and my name's always on it. You did you just it do it in Sharpie? Mm-hmm. They do it in Sharpie, and it's insulated, so the inside cup has your drink order and your name on it, and then it goes into an outside cup, screws in, and then you hand it to them, and then you don't, you don't have to say anything. Wait, wait, wait. So I don't know if you can do it with the coffee. The so you have to have stuff. the same drink order every time. Yeah. You could change. You could be like, ignore the writing. <laughs> Whoa. You could say that. So that's really hard. Because that... what you drink out of gets thrown away every time. So it never gets, the no, outer part never gets dirty. No, you or... put, you, you unscrew the parts and you put it in the dishwasher. They're both, oh, okay. they're both uh, plastic. And they don't care that you're handing them what could be a dirty cup? See, I don't, th- what they think is they not my care. business. Okay. Yeah. But they take it and they I fill mean, it up. Okay. Be like, I would, yeah, I, I got them to put drink in a dirty cup. Well, I felt bad because I was throwing away so many cups. Yeah, you should. You should. But then the bonus me. was my name never gets spelled wrong because I wrote it on there. Okay, got it. I'm just saying, if you want a, if solution, you want a solution, well, it's not a thing that bothers me because it, 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 it's hard to explain why it bothers me because you are right; it doesn't matter at all. 
I guess your name. I get what it bothers you. No one has ever gotten my name right from from kindergarten on. So I'm in dead inside. You know, your erin. Yeah, but okay. So I just got your name right. So so what I'm saying is there's no excuse. Like, like I, that, that is, that is the most typical female Aaron. I know that. Yeah, but you're, but you're, you're an outlier. I'm an outlier, but I worked at Starbucks for like three years. Oh, uh, now I get it. No, but what I'm saying is I. You're like, why do I have to be a good employee if everyone else isn't going to step up to the plate? (laughs) I got, well, I got fired. Starbucks was the first job I got fired from for being funny, which I think was, was great. That's what you told yourself? I think I got fired for being funny. The times I would show up for work were funny to me. Like, that kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's hilarious. It's they, like, they told me 9, and I was like 9.45. No. That's hilarious. Here's the thing. It's just uh, another one of my pranks. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was in, this was in uh, Tennessee, and, and oh. minimum wage was what I was making. And I think at the time, it was like 7.25, something like that. Damn, that's low. Real low. For, for recent decades, yeah. Yeah, real low. And uh, so I, the, the problem with being good at a menial job where the, the raise potential is not great, nor the, uh, you know, it's, they're not going to like make you a manager or something. The problem with being too good at one of those jobs is they just make you fucking do more. So not from I worked at the yeah. Gap. I know, right? So I was I, always in the fitting room, right? So I was. Is awesome. the fitting room the tough job in there? It's the worst because you fold every single thing. Oh, because everyone right. just goes, doesn't fit and just throws it in a pile. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just folding clothes all day long. So I was a I was a kick ass barista. It was quick because Starbucks. Like when I started working there, it was one of those things that was almost like viewed as being like a flight attendant in the '60s. You know what I mean? It was just exploding. Oh yeah, so you're it was Seattle. like it, it was like oh barista, you know. <laughs> But I was like, no, this is flipping burgers, but with beans. Yeah. That's what this is. This is Wendy's, basically. So I was a really fast barista because it's all sugar syrup and shit. Anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. This and is half not, of it's automated as well. This is not good coffee. Right. So, so I, was, I was really quick. So, the, so they wound up putting me on drive-thru. And I would, uh, the drive-thru has a camera. You can see people ordering, which they don't, have no idea. Oh. So if someone looked cool... I would do a funny voice, do something. Do, yay. They looked cool. If they looked like they could hang, right? Right. right so right, right. what? So, wearing a beret. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and bear in mind, I'm 17, so this right. isn't the most highbrow fucking comedy in the world. But I pretended this one lady. I pretended to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh no! And I go, I go, no, Jesse. I go, no, no. I go, hi, welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you today? You know, and she's like. I just want a sugar-free, non-fat... She looks fed up with me. And I was like, this is a sugar-free, non-fat latte. Pull around. So, so she pulls around, and she looks pissed. She looks super pissed, right? Why? I don't know. To be angry. I know. She looks so pissed. So what I say is I said, hey, ma'am, this is on the house. I gave it to her for free, her drink for free. And I go, this is on the house. I'm sorry. Arnold's our new manager. <laughs> and he li- he likes to throw in the headset sometimes and take orders and pretend he knows what he's doing because he wants, you know, but he just bought the place out. I'm so, so sorry. And I go, I go, I go, this is on the house. And she just takes it, doesn't say thank you, drives away. And I think, oh, that's the end of it. Later that day, I'm on my break, talking to my manager. We're in the back room. The phone rings. And I answer, hi, this is Jesse. Thanks for calling Starbucks in Royal Oaks. Franklin, how can I help you? And she goes, some hippie. <laughs> on drive through earlier. I had dreadlocks. I had purple dreadlocks. Oh. And she oh, goes, oh, Jesse. I, no, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jesse. I'm sorry. We'll post fi- pictures on the website. She goes, some hippie on drive through was pretending to be Arnold Schwarzenegger earlier. And I go, that's terrible. 
And she goes, I need to speak to your manager. And I said, absolutely. Hold on. And that's when I made the decision to just fumble the phone and go, hello, this is the manager of Starbucks. What can I get for you? And, and she just goes, she just goes, oh, fuck you. And hangs up. And. What on earth? And, what, why? Why did she spend time out of her day to call? People did that. People did that. And I mean, I, I'm from Texas. I get it. But I knew. I'm like, look, I'm off work in half an hour. She's going to call back and I'm fucked. I'm done. And it was true. The next time I came in, he was like, look, man. I think that's very funny, but you can't work here anymore. By the way, if it was like three years ago, they'd be like, please do more of this because it would go viral and it would make like, you right. know what I mean? It would be a thing. Right. Yeah. It was before that whole thing started when, you know, how people do <laughs> that. People were cool. Well, you, no, you, well, you know, how people do that viral thing at Starbucks. It always goes viral where someone pays for the drink of the person behind them. Oh, oh, and then oh, they yeah, pay yeah. for the drink of the person behind and them. And I compare four chain of sixty-three peoples. Right. Well, I've I've completely ruined those before in the drive-through because they'll be like, "This is on the house. This is the person in front of you paid for this." How do they know what? what oh, because they've already called in the order. They've too, already called so in the they order. They have the say, totals. Yeah. And then they're like, "You want to pay for the person behind you? You keep this going." And it's like, but I just got a coffee for a dollar fifty, and the person behind me got like ten lattes. And I'm like, "No, I'm not." Yeah. Yeah, I just got a coffee. So I'm going to ruin your beautiful moment now yeah. <laughs> and uh, leave. Thank you for the free call. Why would they ask? Why don't they just, why can't it be your decision? It is your decision. No, but I'm but saying, even, why, 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 would is... the, why would the, the, the clerk, barista clerk, what would you, what was, what was your title? The clergy barista. But, yeah. but they're the worst. It's a fucking like, why would you culty say, environment. Would you like to pay it for? Yeah. Why would you put just that burden on Just fucking say like them. it's free. This person paid for it. Yeah. Everyone's, uh, it's, but are they, yeah, are they even allowed to do, uh, uh, rather than just hinting like, uh, so the person behind's total comes to just out of interest. Just you might want to know this fact. Yeah, dude. But it is bullshit. They're like if one if the person behind you's order comes to thirty five dollars and you've just got if they're picking up for a crew call. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's oh just God. McDonald's, yeah. man. It's just fucking McDonald's. That's all it is. And no one I worked with understood that. I'll tell you something. The only thing I'll say that's good about Starbucks is I do think it's an underground railroad for gay people. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's one of the few places you can go in like Akron, Ohio or some like podunk dipshit town and the gay kid knows he's going to be okay there. <laughs> no, you're right. And is also, it a, is, it a, is it a way for him? To and also literally we would harbor up. to move get up. out of the city. Also, yeah, you, you can transfer to other chains yeah, exactly. in other across. No, the okay. and literally, I mean, we would constantly harbor gays and yeah. we had to walk in cool. There's no reason for that in a coffee shop. But it was, <laughs> it was set up for, I mean, it was like a Harriet Tubman situation for the, for the gays. We were constantly trying Do to gay people need a colder, like sleeping arrangement. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Everybody knows that. And then, but they would, they would obviously break off of their, their plantation uh-huh. and then, and, and then you know, show up at the Starbucks, and we would hide them for the night. See, I knew it was a thing. Now, yeah. thank you for confirming. And then mm-hmm. the next morning, they get shipped off to California, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, or New York, or any of the other party towns. Yeah, it was a- just <laughs> scatter shot around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was intense. It was intense. I think California is a better party town than New York. What do you guys think? <laughs> that town. What um, do you mean? I, I would say no, just based <laughs> on DUIs. Yeah, no, that's true. Actually, except Lyft. I told and you and closing, oh, closing yeah, time. Right. Closing time is two here instead of four. Oh, yeah, it's a closing time. Did, time I, did I talk about get... my drunk Lyft driver already? I think you might oh, have. Okay. No. The one was that in uh, that was in Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. If I uh, the the only tell. notable part that I tell if I'm repeating the only funny part was that uh, at a certain point I was just having to give her directions and I told her to take a left and she went my left. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, all of our lefts. Yeah, everyone <laughs> well in the done, car Texas. is facing the same way. Now there's a full. Um, you can have an unconcealed ha- handgun. 
if you have a license for it. An you can unconcealed? Just, you Isn't can, a concealed worse? Well, well, no, you can have it out. Right. But in your holster. Here's what I don't get right? about. That's Ameri- I thought that's that always unconcealed? been how you could... I thought, I thought concealed That's open carry? I believe open America... Open carry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe America's... I mean, American gun laws vary state by state anyway. But I thought there's a weird <laughs> thing where some states you can have a gun but only if it's concealed. Right. That's what and Texas And some used states to be. you can have a gun but only if it's unconcealed. And that's... De- oh. I thought that like, was the more no, common thing right. because then at least someone knows what's coming their way and concealed is the scarier, harder to get. Yeah, right. but it's weird that like some states only one is legal but the other one is illegal and in other states it's completely uh, the opposite way around. Well, I wonder... I don't know if it's... Mm. I'd be interested to know if it's illegal to do... In a state where you have... You can do... Um, what is it called? Carry open carry. Okay. Open carry. I'm looking this up now. That you can't also have it concealed. Well, that's it. You have to get a concealed weapons permit. Concealed for that. carry. That's what they call it. There you go. It's also up to the individual business if it's open carry. Like my my dad runs a bar in Nashville, and they have to have a big sign that says like no guns, which is Ugh. pathetic that he had to buy a no guns sign. Um, but yeah, I saw a great Nashville band last night that doesn't seem very Nashvilleist. Diarrhea Na- Planet. Nashville-ish. Yeah. The best, the best. Any people out there looking for a new band recommendation? I think Diarrhea they're. I Planet, think worst named best band. I think they're super Nashvilleish. Really? Is that a thing that people are doing in Nashville these days? What do you mean? That style. What's your view of Nashville? I mean, I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean it is known as like the country music capital of the world, right? Like, yes, but that, I think that. No, it's not the only thing happening there. That'd but. be the same as viewing Hollywood as Madame Tussauds. It's it's like that's a five block thing. Of okay. like saloons, boot kicking, it. but it's a. I mu- don't dislike country. No, no, just, but it's it but it's it's it. also a music place music where general. they have all the studios. So it's you know everybody fucking records there. So it's like um, the rock. I found the rock and roll scene in Nashville way bigger than the country scene. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Diarrhea Planet, I, in my head, they fit right in. They got to, before they blow up, they got to change that name. It's the worst name, but the band is phenomenal. They're, They're phenomenal. So, I've seen them live like seven times in the last two years, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I don't did think you just tweet? Did I see anymore. you tweet about Unknown, Unknown Mortal Orchestra today Mm-mm. or Facebook post? Oh, okay. Else. That wasn't me. That's also I don't know a great album. Is. It's a Portland slash New Zealand band, and their new album How is can the that best. be a thing? Portland the guy slash moved, New Zealand. The guy moved that means they're Zealand. from Hawaii. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, sort of a good halfway point. Uh, it seems to me that no, there's, I was wrong about, there seems to be no U.S. state where concealed carry isn't possible in some way. Oh, interesting. Concealed. So concealed carry seems to be possible in one way or another in every U.S. state. And then open carry is only po- permitted in some. So Florida, for example, doesn't let open carry. Illinois doesn't. My first boyfriend in Texas, um, like serious boyfriend when I was 19, went to jail because he got pulled over for speeding and he was in the military and he had a hand, he had a permit for his gun, but he wasn't, you're not allowed to have it in your car. And he had, he had it in his truck and he was like, got pulled over and he goes, officer, you should know I have a handgun in the car. And he was like, you know what that means? And took him right to jail. How long was he in jail for? Um, well, I, that, did that feel cool though? Telling people your boyfriend's in jail. I was so I was really embarrassed. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was really embarrassed. Oh, you weren't like hanging at the Waffle House? Like he's in jail right well, now? Well, it was more like it was like an. In, it's when you have to deal with the actual like getting. I, I, like at that point, I was like, how do I get money out of a bank to to pay your bail? Right. Like how I didn't much was have bail his wallet. Bo- boyfriend in jail. It was like three thousand dollars. That's a lot. Damn. But Texas is full of bail bonds places. Yeah, I got there. 
but that was like it was like 3 a.m. You know, the whole yeah. process takes like th- two days straight. So he's right. what getting, do you what do you have to put up at a bail bonds place to get them to post bail for you? It's like a loan shark for bail, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's like part of whatever your judgment is, right? If they're like we're holding you for a hundred thousand dollars, ten percent is yeah. bail, and then you'll pay some interest. Like when you actually get the bail back because you show up for the court date what happens you still the the bond the bail bondsman makes money somehow right there's like a transaction fee i think probably yeah. right? it's really high yeah and you owe them they just go pay percentage it. of right they pay it but then you have to i'm always blown away by it's a racket it's a fucking racket well i'm always blown away by the legality of like legit jobs like being a bail loan bond bail bondsman place but you're still profiteering just off of crime. Oh yeah. So like, like um, auto, like like side window replacement people. It's like okay, your only break-ins are why you make money. Yeah. But it's like still Accidents totally case. legal that you profit exclusively off. Of you profit activity. exclusively off criminal activity, and it's same with like the bail bonds thing. It's like that. That's a gray area to me. I don't understand. Well, the way, couldn't no, you not think of that? Gets arrested is couldn't you think of the same thing as uh, like a. Doctor emergency room doctors that they profit off of. Accidents? Well, that's why I'm against it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, like, probably yeah. science have always been staunchly opposed to emergency rooms. Yeah, where yeah, I'm not. We make no secret of that. Yes, yeah. just we you go to go to the room. Yeah, you know why are you making stopped. why are you being dramatic about it? Just go sit in a room. If we just pulled funding from every emergency room, then there wouldn't be emergency. Like no one would get ill, or they wouldn't. Like they'd be a real incentive against getting ill or be, injured. Yeah, be more careful. Yeah, it's like if you stop giving the kids mm-hmm. condoms. Yeah, they they won't they, they have won't sex. have sex. So then, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and just even the term using the term emergency. It's like let's just tone it down. Tone, you got queens. shot. Be a grown up. You know. <laughs> By the way, off De- Deadwood style. Yeah. <laughs> when you Google open carry, the Wikipedia entry for the concept of open carry has this picture. If you guys want to see this dude filling up his drink with his gun I've and his seen this guy. waffle shirt. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this: When you Google open carry, how many down does it say open casket as the autofill in? Mm. Open ca. My Google no, it's not. It's not even up there. Wait, maybe the, I have to do something else so it does all those. Like, I'm not seeing all those autocompletes in my Google search. Mm. Matt, give it a shot. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't come up. It goes open carry, uh, open carry Texas, open carry, open carry states, open campus. And that's it. Open casket. It's Google weird because open, open carry open always leads to a closed casket, which I find interesting. It's true. Mm. Guys. That's true. Way to bring it around. On it. <laughs> On it. Uh, Aaron, Aaron. There you go. We always ask our guests this. Uh, Pro! Right? How about that timing, man? Right on it. Um, what, if anything, is your background in science? And it doesn't have to be anything. There could just be a class that you enjoyed, or or there could be you were a physicist up until the point that you started doing comedy. I have no background professionally in science. When you quit dating Navy SEALs, was anything interesting? I started making better decisions. When you, were, um, when you, were, when you quit slutting it up around Galveston. When was yeah. your- By the way, you're so not far off. Um, I, know, I know. Yeah, you get it. Um, you get my Just hanging life. at the bar and cheesecake. I totally oh, get God. it. I, uh, I had a roommate in college from Beaumont and she, would, she ate um, the orange things the, the chips. What do you call them? Cheetos. Yeah, she yes. calls them Cheetos. Cheetos. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're your feet. Um, oh, oh, she yeah. also tanned Cheetos. so much that her um, the tip of her nose was always uh, like full red exposed flesh. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Look, you get it. I get it. Um, okay, no background in science. My family is really, my family's on my mom's side and my dad's side are very scientifically um, adept. Uh-huh. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everybody likes to talk about nerdy things, but nobody ever went to college. So it's imagine like people who kind of understand but don't really have the language to express it very well, but right. get it. Oh, we don't have to imagine that. What yeah. would that <laughs> hypothetically be yeah, like? What would that look like? Hmm. Like my grandpa sends me stuff about like um he sent me he sends me like emails on asteroids and uh weird random science stuff. Um that being said, the only interesting story I have about science, I love science. I always did really well in it, except for physics, which I don't understand. I think hmm. it's just not my, I can't conceptualize a lot of the theories because mm-hmm. um, you can't see a lot of physics. <laughs> oh my God. I like stuff you can see. Um, <laughs> but I, when I lived in Ohio, my family moved a lot. My dad was in the oil industry. Um, my third grade science book in Ironton, Ohio. Wait, he didn't go to college and he was in the oil industry? He did go to college, but he okay. went to college for theater. Oh, oh. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the common path, theater to the oil fields. Yes, the well-known, the American story. You know, classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, okay, so. Check off to Chevron. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I mean, if you can't think of a better trajectory of someone's dreams just utterly dying, that's it, right? Theater to oil. I would, I'm going to school to be, to be an actor. Oops, I got right. somebody pregnant. Why do oil tycoons move a lot? Well, we moved a lot because it was the 80s and oil was very, um, it was just the industry was very um, up and down. So we, he would lose his job and then we'd have to go somewhere else. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't like, we got a new boom town. Get no, out no, no, there. No, he wasn't. <laughs> well, we were on the lower end. To some end extent, of, doesn't I, it? Like, my view of oil yeah, is... Yeah, like he would go to Venezuela when that was like, when that yeah. was like back up and running. He would go to, he would travel a isn't lot. Isn't like Calgary right now? Yeah. Isn't that huge? And isn't uh, like the... Uh, um, South Africa. Calgary. We're in Texas. Um, um, Friday Night Lights Town. Midland, Odessa. Isn't that like a huge? Uh-huh. I, I just think of right? Alberta oil. is Texas for Canada, basically. Alberta is very, it's, it's it's very oil heavy. Yeah, beef I, and beef and oil. I always think of. See, my view of the oil industry is so based on there will be blood, like that level. Yeah. You know, mustaches and, and overalls. Yeah. And then. <laughs> that really is where theater and oil meet, is Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> theater and oil. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's, oil, man. that's you your dad's dream. Yeah. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> um, but then I view, like, uh, just people with toothbrushes cleaning off ducks. That's like another common so, oil. So if you work in oil, you're either Daniel Day-Lewis twisting your mustache, trying to dig a hole, or you're cleaning off a duck with a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so, so Ohio. Well, okay, so we lived in Ohio for a little bit, and my third grade science book there was my seventh grade science book in Houston. Awesome. And um, so like my first... <laughs> I love it. I love that. No, sorry, eighth grade. And so when I, my first day of eighth grade, I got my science book and I was like, uh, hold the phone, already done this. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that. So I go up to my teacher and I'm like, I would like to skip this class because... And not skip, I was like, I'd like to be moved up. Yeah. Because I've already taken this class. And yeah. she thought I was lying. She called me a liar. Nice. Her, all girls lie. It's the first thing you need to know about all women. We all lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't need to tell me. I've read the internet. You know. Mm-hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went home and my mom had saved like some of our like schoolwork and I brought her a bunch oh, of paperwork shit. and I go, here's what you're going to give us like full like, uh, you know, yeah. Miss, Cle- Miss Cleo style. <laughs> and she um, didn't care. Made me take the whole class over. Oh my God. I got a hundred. 
Wow. <laughs> Not because I had grasped every concept. I'd had every single piece of material at home. I just t- copied Jesus. my old stuff and then changed answers I got wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Texas. Texas. That's Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good work, Texas. Yeah. So but, that's my but, that's all my only science story. But the yeah. teacher had a gun at least, right? She was she had a ra- she had rabbits. She had rabbits. That was her thing. <laughs> that's a very common teacher thing, is I know. weird pet hoarding. Did I had have so many teachers with like, I got birds. But wait, you I mean the pe- at home or like for the classroom? The no, classroom, no, no, no. Is... She raised rabbits. Oh, okay. That was like oh, okay. a second income. That was her second oh, income for like, stream. Like in uh, Roger and me when it's like rabbits for pets or meat. Yeah. 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 That's what was happening. Well, there's that sign on the telephone pole at the end of the street. At our, street, our street? At our street here. It just says, um, found rabbit, no, or found pet rabbit, no collar, no tags. Call this number. It's like, dude, you just, just caught a rabbit. rabbit. You just yeah. caught a rabbit, <laughs> caught and a, now you're caught a pet put squirrel. up. No like you can't. Some guy thinks he's found some pet I know. Rabbit. Like, yeah. dude, you, you, like, just, you just trapped a you just trapped a beast. Someone who didn't know that rabbits are also not pets. Yeah. Right, <laughs> they right. Just, they don't just exist in kids' gardens. You're right. Found pet garden snake. Yeah. It, it's Our so house weird. does have a you lot of other people's pet pet rats. Yeah. Our house has had a lot of we've pet, pet rats. rats. Yeah. yeah, we've got we've got pet ants. Found some pet rocks. Uh-huh. I just saw a pet baby snake when I was uh, cleaning out the garage earlier today. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. What yeah. kind of snake? It was too small. I couldn't tell. It was like a cute little baby snake. Just so it was a worm? Just away. <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe it was a worm. Damn it. That's a good comment. It might have yes. been. A, was it brown? That was the word I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah we're, kind of, we're kind of a liberal household. We have outdoor birds. We yeah. keep them. Yeah. We free keep, range. Yeah. Free range sort of. Yeah. But they're ours. Um, so I, oil. Oh, yeah. So that's science. So I, the, book, so really, the book crossover thing fascinates me. It was. It's very sad when you think about how oh, yeah. disjointed every single state's education system is. So when, where did you finish your high school education? In, te- in Texas. In Texas. Mm-hmm. I had that yeah. with the Washington D.C. trip. Don't we all take the D.C. trip? If you're mm-hmm. east of the of a certain point, you uh, did, in Ohio, I, I did, yeah, but not in Michigan. Texas. I did. So I did my D.C. trip in fifth grade in North Carolina, and then when we moved to Tennessee, it was like ninth grade. So I opted out of the D.C. trip. And it was so fucking fun that like three days of just me and like three other super poor kids. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Yeah. And we just we had like the whole cafeteria to ourselves, just fucking off. That was like the my best school memory. It's just those three days of. And most of the teachers are gone too, right? Everyone's gone. We had like the biggest <laughs> like supervised for three we, days. No, it was like they left us with like the janitor Barney. <laughs> you know, That's so weird. I mean, uh, my my third grade trip, you didn't have to pay for it. The school paid for it. You earned the right to go because you worked as a crossing guard. That's, That's how they did it. So, so no, so every kid who they had kids working as crossing guards. Yeah, defeats oh, the purpose. Oh, I'm sorry, we were fifth graders. Oh, okay, we had that good. too, but I think some of the bigger intersections also had an adult, and then there were like subordinate kid crossing guards who were helping him. But like, it's weird. It does seem to be like blind it, leading the blind. Yeah, yeah. It's like an actual child babysitting. But well, they don't the give you. Do they don't give like, you like. Did you they the don't give you the thing, thing and then just set you out there? You have rules and stuff, and if you fuck up, you're off. So yeah. no one, so no one wanted to fuck up. We had safety patrol. Like Daniel, you let a child die yesterday, so you are off crossing guard for a week. You won't be seeing the Statue of Liberty, my friend. That's your first nope, of five that's strikes. the wrong monument in Washington D.C. <laughs> wrong, wrong monument. That's the only one wrong monument. <laughs> sure. Or you could go to Vegas and see all the monuments. Right, right. Yeah, if you if you went to high school west of Mississippi, you just went to Vegas. You just go to Vegas. For your civics class. Here's yeah. little New York. Here's little Rome. Listen to the story that April. 
had. I don't know whether like about she oh. talked about her ex husband's parents, her ex in laws. They would go to they Epcot. Talk, Center. Yeah, they yeah. talk about all their European cities that they'd visited, and they hadn't. They just been to Epcot right. and seen the different countries. Like, yes. they, they like you know when we were in Spain, food. and like you were not it. <laughs> Are you referring to the experimental prototype city of tomorrow? <laughs> I thought it was Community of Tomorrow. No, it's city. Either. It's interchangeable. Oh, I looked okay, it up the okay. other day. No Speaking way, because of... I've seen his. I've seen the video where he pitches it to his employees. It's um. It's referred to as both at various times. Okay. Uh-huh. In the movie. What are you talking about? Tomorrowland. No, I was just gonna say like this. Has anybody seen Tomorrowland? Is no. that any no. good? No. Nope. Talk about Epcot Center. Oh, okay. Which is like it, before it was just like a also ran to the Magical Kingdom or whatever it's called. It was like uh, trying to be an actual. People experimental prototype community of tomorrow like Walt yeah he was to be this futuristic and then community. it didn't quite work so they went out and make it into a theme park yeah. yeah it was at the height of his just complete egomaniacal insanity you know what i mean it was it was the height of like we've cleared the land of the native savage <laughs> and now we'll build our city of tomorrow <laughs> like it was just well, you the, hear like film clicking going on <laughs> right it was just the height of his total psychosis like he somehow has like a bicycle that powers a zeppelin and he's just <laughs> I don't know. This I wish, he was the only steampunk. I think I want somebody to. I want. I want the dollop to do an episode about Tom Monahan. Who is? God, you love those guys. It's a great podcast. Uh, it's who's like the um, the pizza version of Walt Disney. He started Domino's Pizza, and the headquarters are in my hometown in Ann Arbor. It has this giant compound. It has like the world's record for the, it's the longest copper roofed building in the world or something. I don't, it's a dumb record. Is um, the Papa John's commercial guy really the Papa John? I think that yes. is the Papa. Yeah, he's too young. I don't. I don't I, it's off putting. Um, but Monahan, I think he, he didn't. He come up in Pizza Hut, so he like got he like learned young. Whoa, he came that, up in Pizza. Hut. I think that's what happened. Wow, and he broke and the off. old, the off. old Italian broke. tradition, you know, <laughs> yeah, of, of you you apprentice for a while at, for uh, Pizza Hut, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then you open your own pizza shop, yeah, your tiny pizza shop, and you deny everyone health coverage, yeah, <laughs> and refuse to even support the government uh, efforts to do so. Papa John's. Was that Papa John's or was that Pizza Yeah, Papa John's was like, is like finally anti-minimum wage raising. I don't know why. They they did the math. It would cost like maybe like two or three more cents per pizza. Well, I'm not going to pay that. No, that's fuck, a good call. Fuck those human rights. You just steal the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't want to pay an extra two cents for the shitty pizza. Yeah. And allow I bet someone some people to would be like, mm, not going not gonna to buy it. Yeah. Shitty pizza, it is, I'd never had real pizza until I was probably 20, 21 or something. And, uh, and then it's, it's a mind fuck how you so realize good. you've been eating shit pizza your whole life. You really had that moment? Because like, I've had good pizza and I'll still eat shitty pizza and enjoy it. Like, well, it's a different type of enjoyment. You're eating it, it's a, it's a gut bomb, late night, like, yeah, dude, fuck. It's, it's like cheesy bread stoner food. Yeah. But I'm talking about like having a legit awesome slice of pizza you know like a, like like joe peeps versus pizza hut you can be in the mood for either right 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 you know but then when you get the peeps you're like this is this is pizza do you guys there's so much about tom on i'm looking up right now it's crazy so he's an arch conservative this is good listening what i just realized how boring i was being no 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 you, I had a moment of self-awareness you being sarcastic? No, I did. I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? The first time I had a real slice of pizza. It's a great science podcast. You know, guys, here's some other memories that mean nothing to anyone. Well, there is a junk food story, and uh, quite a few people sent this into yes, us today. Yes, let's do it. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I was trying to do then. I'm glad you picked up on that, Matt. It was very subtle, uh, com- was, comedic timing. There's a lot of junk food and food, health, and diet stories that pop up in the press. And there was one that did the rounds um, uh, recently about how eating chocolate... 
can help you lose weight. And now there's a big article that's been passed around a lot on io9 by the guy who completely faked the whole thing. Love it. To make a point. Love it. So his real name is John uh, Bahannon. But he is also goes by Johannes Bahannon, PhD. Yeah. Uh, he does have a PhD, but apparently it's a molecular biology of bacteria, not humans. Uh, and he posed as a, a member of the Institute of Diet and Health, which is a website he created for the purpose of this. But um, I, there's, it's quite a lengthy article. We'll post a link to it, so it goes into a lot of depth. But essentially, he ran a real clinical trial, so he didn't fake the results, and he got it published in a real journal, but... We've talked a bit on the show. It about was peer reviewed. It was not right? really no. peer reviewed because what they did was they. There's a few. There's a whole subset of scientific journals that are basically the equivalent of pay to play. Oh, right. Right. Uh, they're right. the Us Weekly of science journals. Yeah, well, not even like it, it's. It's more like. It's oh. more like the self publishing. Um. You know how like there's self publishing publishing companies. They're a yeah. bit like that. They pose as real journals. But in practice, and they claim to peer review, but they almost never reject someone, and they almost never reject a paper as long as it looks enough like a scientific paper, and they're willing to pay the $350 to be a part right. of it. Is it like the recording producing company that does, like, Rebecca Black, that kind of thing? Yeah, like, bring it's in a your 13-year-old, bit... <laughs> like, oh yeah, she's a great she's singer. She's a well, real yeah, pop star! Yeah. It's, it's got levels of that. So he got published... Make if, a record if, at Sears. They, in fact, just because he, he was doing this on a short, peri- on a t- short time scale, he actually sent it in to... Um, a lot of different of the various of the journals, and they pretty much all accepted him. And he so he published in what? a real journal, and then set out a real press release, expecting maybe one or two papers to pick it up, and it went around the world because right. it was published in a catchy way, and they had a good title, and everyone. Um, so there's various of these headlines, you know, the Daily Mail, past Easter egg, new study reveals that eating chocolate doesn't affect your body mass index and can even help you lose weight, and. uh Another magazine like Eat Right, you, why you must eat chocolate daily, the Daily Express, chocolate accelerates weight loss, and all of these publications. A German publication was the first one to pick it up. Um, but here's, here's how they got the result, and this is the interesting part from my point of view, from our, our show's point of view. Um, oh, just speaking for me there, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Uh, <laughs> we here at the show. Feel. We here at the show. The probably science view. So the way they got this result is they tested for... Firstly, they had a very a fairly small group of people that they were testing, okay. and they divided them into three different groups. One that had a very, uh, like, a healthy diet. Uh, one that had a healthy diet with with chocolate, with a square, a couple of squares of black, dark chocolate. Okay. And then the third group that had a less healthy diet. Whatever. But it was a very small group, so that's all. And this is what they were doing before, or this is what they were assigned? No, this is... Um, I think this is what they were assigned. Okay. Um... But what they did was they tested for a whole load of different variables. Right. And this is the trick. Um, so they tested for uh, weight loss or gain. They also tested for cholesterol levels, sleep patterns, mm-hmm. uh, stress level, and various other physical sure. markers. Because the deal with that is if you, test, if you test for eight different things with a small group, just because of the natural variation of them, some of them are going to show a statistically what looks like a statistically significant result right. and if you aren't going into it hoping that's any one of those eight but just hoping yeah. hoping that's one specific one of those but saying if it's any one of them we'll, we'll pick that one as the one that we're what, gonna it, what yeah. it's like is it's like tossing say if you toss a hundred coins ten times one of them there's a chance is going to come up with like eight or nine or ten heads in a row right and then you can go like this coin is a weighted coin and 
Right. This coin is biased towards heads, but actually it's not. You just ignore the 99 other coins that didn't do that. Right. Um, um, and that's- no coin is biased towards heads. They're on all the coins, Matt. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about it that way. Thanks, Jesse. You're welcome. So, uh, so that's what they did. That's how they cheated this result. And, and it, fooled everyone. And fooled everyone. It went around the world. There's a whole. Uh, there's the Star, the Irish Times, uh, hit American news sources. Did they USA see, Today? I'm sure picked it up. I'm fairly sure it did. Did they see an increase in sales of chocolate? And if so, if he had bought stock in Hershey's ahead of time, would he be breaking some some law? I don't know. I like, would the SEC get involved if he had like bought a shit ton of stock? It's his own insider Nestle. trading, almost. Right. Yeah. 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 I think hell? it's brilliant because I, I, every time I see a study, because I mean, this is more prevalent in li- the ladies' zone, but um, there's always studies of like, Chocolate. this this thing makes wrinkles go away. Right. Yeah. This thing will reduce cellulite. It's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and half the time it's, um, half the time it's either the press release. It's not the original research. Half the time it's like the press release from the journal or the institution that did it or. The people writing the story have just drawn crazy conclusions. So sometimes the original story is, hey, we found a chemical that is found in uh, artichokes that in a lab can help slow the growth of this cancer cell. And by the time it comes to the general press, it's like, eating artichokes cures cancer. Right. Mm-hmm. Artichoke dip shrinks tumors <laughs> yeah, like- if you smear it on yourself. Well, that's, uh, that's great. This guy did this. He's like the Banksy of boring. <laughs> um... Great, and all the all the articles did use like really pornographic images of women eating chocolate. It took him didn't so they? much time. He was like, "We have to. We do need to get control group. We do need a test group. We do need people. We do researchers. We do need chocolate. We do need some right. kind yeah. of computer to, to do. like." There's so much planning that had to go go into all this to wow. prank the internet. I don't. It's not gonna. I don't think it'll change anything. That's the problem. Well, there's, I mean... People will be more cautious for like a week and then they'll forget. Well, there's the, the constant benefits of chocolate studies coming out constantly. Just eat chocolate if you want to eat chocolate. Yeah, just eat, right. just fucking eat the chocolate. I mean, we already covered how now they're getting rid of all the white stuff on chocolate. That's great. Now the chocolate's going to look better. And what uh, white stuff? As a result, the... You know when you leave it uh, for too long and you get the sort of white spots on the top? Yes, Or even if you that? just like scrape it. It's look, fat. Kind of... it's, it's the fat. It's from the milk chocolate? Yeah, it's fat moving to the surface. But it doesn't happen with a dark chocolate, does it? Yeah, it happens it with does? all chocolate. Well, dark chocolate still has milk in it. Does oh, it? right. No, it doesn't. Uh, sure it does. I think it's just a higher cocoa amount, right? Because no. it'll have the percentage. If you buy like a good chocolate bar, it'll have like the cocoa percentage. No, dark chocolate... I think most dark chocolate doesn't have milk in it. How are dark chocolates made? Because... I mean, I don't. I clearly don't know what I'm fact, talking I'm about. I'm fairly sure it, it doesn't because it doesn't have the word milk in it. Having grown up in a Jewish household where you have to keep dairy products and meat products separately, my mum would make a chocolate dessert when it was a meat dinner, a dark chocolate Wait, dessert. Could, I thought you just had to prepare them in different. You can't have them in the same sitting at a meal. It's, when uh, do you bury the dishes? I think it is like like it's. it's I mean, it's no. We talk, we've talked about this on the show before. It's ludicrous. Yeah, but I believe. If you have meat, you need to wait a certain amount of time before you're allowed to have milk or cheese or de- other okay. when, milk products. But it's leavened, leavened. That's cake. a Passover. But that's with the lamb's blood. You have to you have to dip the chocolate in Cause the firstborn. Right? Yeah, you with dip the it in the firstborn blood. Be quiet. Pharaoh. Yeah, that's how it works. But the Pharaoh has cho- dark chocolate for the firstborn bread. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I want you to do a full thing and just like go on YouTube and 
it's labeled um, lessons in Judaism. <laughs> right. And then you just do that for an so hour. So you guys, what are you guys? <laughs> it's me and a rabbi. Yeah. So, but then because of the. Or you teach the class like that. And, That's uh, how you, 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 as if you're an expert. <laughs> oh, there you go. Dark chocolates may contain milk fat to soften the texture. Okay. Well, how is, do not I thought all flavor. chocolate needed milk. So what is the, because I thought. What about like coking? Cooking chocolate, cooking, baking. What do you call the awful chocolate? Semi-sweet. Well, that's that's just nibs. cocoa, right? That's the oh, the yeah. You got your. Is that what you're talking about? Chips? Semi-sweet chips. Yams, you said. And uh, I said nibs. Oh yes. Nibs. But no, the chocolate chips. See, to me, that's just a different shaped. So the candy FDA bar. warning doesn't help. Milk is a permitted ingredient in dark chocolate, but is also one of eight major food allergens. Uh, well, FDA how is dark chocolate? hundred dark chocolate bars for presence of milk, and found it in some of them. They. Uh, they issue their preliminary findings, and well, that's just like if one of the if one of the factory employees is lactating or something. Yeah, well, I think I mean, that's that's unrelated. You can't not get that in the food. But how is dark chocolate made? I thought chocolate was like, oh, right, you got your cocoa powder, then you have shitloads of sugar, you got some vanilla extract, and then you mix it with some milk. Wait, how do you know so much about making chocolate? Huh? You put vanilla in chocolate? You worked at Starbucks, that's why, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Here we go. Someone in Quora has answered, "Why is dark chocolate different from milk chocolate?" There you go. Are you uh, on Yahoo Answers? Uh, no, but there's also okay. an answer in that one. Um, Let's get some answers. So it's taking a while to load up because the internet's being very slow today. It's really awful. Well, in the meantime, um, yes. The oh, okay. difference sort of gives itself by the name. Milk chocolate contains a fair amount of milk, while dark chocolate contains a fair amount of cocoa, which is normally dark brown or dark red in color. But I thought that was just a percentage deal. Uh, the answer by James mentions some cocoa amounts common to regular dark milk chocolate, but it doesn't really give you the full truth. Because the dark cocoa and milk portions of chocolate are completely different ingredients, you can actually mix them separate from each other. And in this way, you can have a dark milk chocolate or even a low cocoa dark chocolate without milk. The latter would still be dark in color since the cocoa color overpowers the whiteness of sugar, which is the third main ingredient in chocolate. Um, Andy, were you like pissed that I knew so much about chocolate making? No. <laughs> you no. said it all pissed. No, Why do you know so much about making chocolate? <laughs> I'm surprised you knew Jesus. About making, I don't know anything about making chocolate. I don't think. Uh, I mean, you got to know I your enemy. I assumed it's cocoa. And then some sugar or something, but so vanilla is in chocolate because that seems like I think it's vanilla, a fair amount of vanilla extract. Okay, would be in it. I could be completely off base. I could be totally wrong. Those are those are opposites, right? What if you combine vanilla with chocolate, it just like turns into like water, right? Yeah, it's a very weird thing. Yeah, Michael Jackson had a few songs about it, but it, it never works. Guys, what are we doing? Dark what are we chocolate doing? Chocolate is just cocoa solids, cocoa butter, and sugar, but contains little or no milk. Well, what the fuck's in cocoa butter then? Well, let me find that out. No, no, let's let's. let's <laughs> no, kill but I'm this saying this whole... dairy. I understand it's boring. I understand it's stupid. But I'm saying at some point there has to be a lube in there, a binding dairy agent. Okay, okay maybe cocoa butter, or else it would just be chalky, oil, chalky shit. Is a pale yellow edible vegetable fat extracted from the cocoa bean? All right, all right, fair enough. It's used to make Apparently chocolate as well as some ointments, toiletries, and pharmaceuticals. I w- I am interested because I accidentally bought dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate, and that's not as good. But well, now yeah. I know why. There's no milk in it. I yeah. mean, I knew there wasn't milk chocolate, but then I was like, well, why does it... It's just a little bit good. It's right. super bitter. That place, Compartes, do you know that place, that chocolate place? Um, no. I'm more of a they, Walgreens guy. They, well, they <laughs> they sell like a... It's like a low sugary kind of stuff. Okay. doesn't have a lot of like... They have like a one... The one I like has donuts in it. Okay. Has donut pieces in it. Because I'm just a piece of garbage. <laughs> Sure. I like chocolate and donuts mixed together in one in a chocolate bar in a choco bar. Yeah. But it saves a lot of time. Yeah, I, two, I don't. I was doing two trips. Now I'm just doing one. You've oh, yeah. streamlined your life. I really have. 
got it all figured out. Good call. So, guys, chocolate does not make you skinny. No. But herpes might cure skin cancer. Sure, I'll take. I'll accept it. <laughs> I'll accept the segue. For a, herpes for a or Valtrex? Um, no, actual, an actual, actual virus that is similar that is in the herpes family, a modified version of it, yeah, according we, to recent research. Yeah, we should be clear. Don't like just go go, go get herpes. Getting just herpes. Straight what are you cancer? talking about? One in four people already have herpes. So okay, but like, if you don't have it yet, don't get it because of your skin. Or cancer. it's like don't seek three it out. and four, something like that. Three, some, three fourths of this table. Well, most yeah. people get it when they have chickenpox. Oh, if you've ever had chicken, and pox, then you have like you have you, some, but that's a different. Of, yeah, it's a different. But then if you get mouth herpes, you get that as a kid. Yeah, there's herpes simplex Wait, one, and one and two. Yeah, anybody with like the, mouth, the mouth sores. isn't related to chickenpox. I mean, in, uh, only well, they're in that, similar they're the strains, family. right? They're similar, but they are different viruses. They're in the same family. Well, but most people who have like mouth herpes get them when they're kids. Really? Yeah. I mean, don't you remember kid kids at sashes? cold sores and stuff? Sharing sharing this is, classes. This is, Texas, and stuff? this is the Texas thing. I no, think, I think I read this. I think I read this somewhere. You want to look at? I mean, I'm trying to remember the first time I ever noticed a cold sore on somebody. What age? I, I mean, was, there were a lot of kids were. with cold sores in Texas, I guess. Really? But I remember in Ohio too. I don't think I ever saw a kid. Uh, maybe I just didn't th- know that that's what that. Uh, kids are grimy. Maybe I just thought some kid cut his lip or something. I don't know. Um, but no, this is not actually an unmodified version of any of these viruses. This is like an engineered virus that is designed to attack cancer cells. And That's it, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Um, but so, then do you get outbreaks? No, no, no. So this is um, this was developed by researchers at a small biotech company based near Oxford called BioVex. And they genetically, genetically modified the virus's DNA in three crucial ways. It can no longer t- make a molecule that helps it to multiply inside healthy cells. So it can't cause cold sores. But ingeniously, since cancer cells tend to produce a version of this protein themselves, the virus can only reproduce inside cancer cells. And it now also lacks the built-in cloaking device that normally allows virus-infected cells to hide from our immune system. And it now also contains a gene that causes infected cells to produce a protein called GMCSF, which boosts the body's immune system. So it's, uh, it's sophisticated, almost space-age stuff, the product of more than a decade of work. As Professor Richard Marais, director of uh, the Cancer Research UK Manchester Institute, told the BBC, it literally causes cancer cells to explode, releasing new virus, which then infects the surrounding cells. It also simultaneously switches on the cells of the immune system, and these spread out around your body and find other tumors in your body that weren't injected, and it hunts them down. And it actually seems like this might work. Like this, um, the article we're currently reading from is sent by Jen White, who works at Cancer Research. Thank you, Jen. Uh, and uh, they have a really good blog where they basically debunk a lot of the bullshit stories, that, like sure. the artichoke cures cancer stories. They actually break it down and go, is this right? Is this not? And it seems to be like this is plausible. Still needs more tests, but actually... So there you go. Just, you know, find your favorite person with a cold sore and just rub it on your cancer. Right. But mm-hmm. it, So I they think. had they specifically looked at, can- sounds, at sounds skin like cancer. cancer. They had 400 patients who had advanced melanoma, which was uh, stage 3B or C or stage 4. Sheesh. And half of the patients had previously been treated with other drugs. The other half, the trial was their first treatment. Um, And it sounds like the only real caveats people had with this is that the control they used was a modified version of this treatment itself and not like the existing treatment options. So... That might not be the best way to run the study, but um, let's see. They said, overall, 26 out of every 100 patients given the virus treatment responded to the drug, 16 of whom gained long-term benefits, 
and that compared against six out of a hundred responding to the control drug, two of whom had a long lasting response. So, so you had to, to so to be in the group, you had to like sign up for for herp to be in the group. I mean, like, these people who have advanced. Cancer. Well, yeah, no, and I know even, it doesn't. I, I know the you. average survival time for virus-treated patients was 23 months, compared with 18 in the control group. So they were all at death's door. I mean, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get every STD at death's door. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing heroin when I get older. I'm going to do all absolutely. Kinds of, oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to shoot so much smack. I've never done any of those drugs. You never done cocaine? I've done cocaine once. Uh, my 15th, I really like it, but my, I'm not going to start doing my it. My 15th birthday, I smoked crack. What? For my 15th birthday. And how how do you like? keep topping your own stories? I don't understand. How what do you, you mean? So many. What was have crack you talked like? about crack before? I don't think I've On talked to you guys about crack. I don't think you before. have either. It's a weird. Well, my birthday's. Here's how it happened. My birthday's on April 20th, which is full 20. Right. Um, so there was no pot anywhere because everyone. Smoked it all? Every, this is in Brentwood, Tennessee. So there was a run on it. There was a run on pot. And none of the dealers thought to kind of, oh shit, four twenty is coming up. We should really stock up because well, they dealers. did stock up, but I was not cool. Okay. I wasn't cool enough to like get. You were crack cool, not pot cool. <laughs> well, no. What, so it was supposed to be opium. We found this guy Pat, okay, who was going to sell us opium. He was like a senior. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh yeah, sell some opium. A senior in your high school had it in with opium. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, Just to reiterate, yeah, he's, he's not a sophomore. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, he's lived. So Pat, like he's a senior at high school, Aaron. He's about to go to college. <laughs> so like, of course he knows someone with opium. Of course, <laughs> I think opium. by the time, by the time you're at that level, by the time you sat your SATs, you're gonna know no, someone. Th- who th- had- Pat, this is a weird. Th- so what happened to fucking Pat was, and this is was like on the news and stuff. Pat, on uh, I went to audio engineering school for like two semesters after high school, and Pat, he and I were gonna be lab partners because he was there too. And your lab partner just means they run the board with you and shit like that. Right. Um, we were going to be lab partners, but he was at a Cottonmouth Kings concert on acid, took all of his clothes off, and the cops tasered him to death. And that what? happened like a week. What? That happened a week before the semester started. Why did you say He's, all those words how, so fast like they weren't all important? Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you so mean? So anyhow, the next day, uh, yeah, to death. To death is where you stop. But he and I bonded, had bonded previously over this crack. So what happened okay, was okay. he was going to give us opium. And it was me and my buddy Eddie and my buddy Doug, who were all p- real pieces of shit. Right. <laughs> and real pieces of shit. So we got, uh, he was going to give us opium, and we didn't know any better. Turns out it was crack. He gave us crack okay. instead. And, uh, I hate it when that happens. I hate when that happens. And Doug was super rich. Lived in this uh, suburb called the Governor's Club. Which you had to have like a membership. Dumb. Like, come on. Yeah, I know. Like I rich know. people in I know. Tennessee. The I know. Club is either a suburb where millionaires live or just somewhere where you can buy chinos. Right. <laughs> like just- well, this, this was a suburb where millionaires live and he lived right on a golf course. He had this huge house. His, his dad actually ran for governor one time. As I his, guess it went to his head. His mom was really old and had perfect fake boobs but didn't get any other work done so she was like a train wreck with like the nicest tits ever it was weird so <laughs> how did you know how nice they were because she probably had she, well, she would walk around with like a robe on and okay. just a bra whatever so we went out to go we didn't have any pot and we we're like let's go smoke this opium all right and uh we go out and find what did, this what did it look like it was looked like crack <laughs> Crack look like it's rock, like rock broken candy. up rock. Yeah, crystal. Sometimes it's a little, actually, a little reddish, which is weird. Okay. Um, so what does crack look like? We please? found this kid's treehouse and went up into the treehouse and figured out how to freebase. We freebased all this crack in the treehouse. What does freebase mean again? 
it's like with tin foil and you just light it. It's like hot kniving, like hot kniving hash. And like you, just you just inhale light it and then just inhale, above it. inhale the fumes right away. So um, I immediately thought this doesn't seem like what I've read about opium. Uh, I'm, my heart's beating real fast. Feeling almost the opposite of relaxed. I'm feeling very irritable. Um, and that was my crack story. You found out it was crack later. Cut to senior year of high school. Pat and I, we're going to go to the audio engineering school. Everything's cool. I'm at a New Year's Eve party, right? It's about to be New Year's. My buddy John uh, disappears for like 20 minutes. I don't know where he is. He comes back, sits on the couch. At this point, I'm sober. I've been sober for a couple of years. He comes back, sits on the couch next to me, and he goes, hey, Jesse, uh, you smoked crack before, right? And I was like, yeah, that one time I told you about when I was 15. And he goes, what was it like? What Did anything happen? And I was like, no, I was like real irritable. Like I had trouble sleeping, you know, and you feel a rush for like five minutes, but uppers aren't my thing. I was like, why? And he goes, I just smoked crack. I've never done it before. And I was like, what happened? And he goes, uh, I blew Dale. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, you don't have to suck a dick. That's like a stereotype. Uh, but he wanted to. He wanted to. He wanted to. And Dale wanted him to. And uh, I hate Who's to. Who's Dale? He was just hoping that you'd have the same story. Then he could be like, well, this is crazy drug. Yeah, this what's crazy, this crazy, crazy drug that makes drug. you blow, right. blow people? No, Dale was like this sort of like midnight cowboy type guy that was around. Oh, um, he's probably a total, uh, he's probably he a pedophile. Was at school, I think he was like, 30. There, were, there was like whispers of like three people who were into weed. Like that's my, right. that's my school. Yeah, like uh, Dave, Dave knows how to roll joints. Like that was my level of high school. And you're like, yeah, this guy blew a... Blew another guy for crack. <laughs> like what? That was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. got taped. By the way, s- yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, Are I, we both I, on the same. Era well, I, I told both you guys, more I about, told this you guys about this. Where like when I was fifteen, um, later that year, I like OD'd and stuff, and then just sobered up, and then I started smoking pot and drinking again when I was like nineteen, and then cut it off at like twenty-one. You know what I mean? It was like, but I had this crazy freshman year of high school that I don't recommend to any of the listeners and we have some younger listeners where like I was just reading William S. Burroughs and just Hunter S. Thompson being real cliche you know 15 year old these guys get it yeah these guys get it but then it's like I thought well it can't be that real I'd always had such control over my mind so you know you watch like the Doors movie and you're like oh that would be cool to see in tie-dye but then you actually do a ton of acid and you're like this is the worst thing ever Um, so it was that kind of deal. Like I learned pretty quick. I don't want that future for myself. Oh, Jim Morrison, crack. Tend up like Jim Morrison. Jim Jim Morrison, or like a William S. Burroughs. Like I used to, I used to be really attracted to like being a junkie, but then it's like you meet junkies and you're like, no, that's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Even just drinking a lot, even just like dive bars when I was in college, I thought dive bars were so much fun. And now I now we, we live like a block away from one of the saddest places. Oh, that's on the Earth. thing, man. Like, like I did a year of the like Bukowski thing and it loses its romance pretty quick. Yeah, you and then see you're like, this is real depressing. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I still go to dive bars, but like I don't have the like condescending, you know, 22 year old view of it that I did. of like, oh, look, we're just like dipping our toes in the in this side of the. No, it becomes know. Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah, because totally. you talk to people in dive bars, they have great stories, and you realize they all had awesome potential. A lot of like alcoholics, a lot of addicts in general, I think are like really smart, hypersensitive. They were always in their head. They self-medicated and now they're an addict. So they all had they all could have just gone and been a brain surgeon. But now they're just some not all of them, but but now they're just some dude hanging at a dive bar that can't quit. And it's like, fuck, this is this sucks. 
All right, guys. Um, so <laughs> we, what we're talking about? Wait, uh, herpes and um, I, I, herpes and cancer. Skin cancer. Yeah, I smoke. Uh, yeah, I smoke, smoke I smoke some crack. My buddy John Blue Dale is funny time. And then 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 the, the taser to death. Oh, don't, yeah, don't forget about Bob. Pat, Pat got tasered. Oh, Pat, to death. sorry. Okay, that was Pat. So he got naked at a concert. This is probably something we could Google. This is probably like a thing that's a public record. That it is you, public record. It was like a. I went to the funeral. It was like a. It was on the news, and it was like there were police brutality protests and shit in Nashville because of it. I'm looking up. I mean, it was like a. It was like a low level. Ferguson type thing of like what the fuck they, this guy was he was he was naked but he was he wasn't being sexually aggressive or aggressive he was just a kid on acid and uh, yeah they tasered him to death he like Jesus. had a had a heart attack shit do you remember that guy who burned to death at the West Hollywood Halloween festival what no that was two years ago that was like the the recent he burned tra- tragedy he was in like some costume that was basically camouflage that like brush camouflage and someone was smoking near him and he just went up and couldn't get out of his costume and people thought it was part of the costume that was another problem no one helped him at first because they were like that guy's dressed as fire look at this Cirque du Soleil (laughs) dude yeah see that kind of stuff terrifies me like like Halloween there are so many people dressed as murderers and so many people dressed as cops it would be just a train wreck if you got stabbed down at like the Halloween parade, it would take you like 15 minutes to be like, no, seriously, yeah. seriously, <laughs> I, this is real blood. Seriously, please help. Oh, someone f- shot something out. I live near Poinsettia Park and I, I w- took my dog for a walk and I was like, oh, there's someone's straight up murdered on the sidewalk. And so I asked, what? I asked the West Hollywood police. They didn't know anything about it. I asked the Los Angeles police because I'm right on like the border. Right. About a body you're looking at? I was you're like, like hey, was there an altercation at the park on Wednesday morning? Because I also randomly woke... There's a lot of stuff that happens at that park, and so sometimes I wake up and people are fighting or whatever. Yeah. So something had happened that morning, and it was a woman and a man just screaming. Some guy named Dale getting a blowjob? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like it. I made it to the city. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I um, Everybody's I was... talking at me. <laughs> If you're going to San... Sorry, you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. This is... The, only, the end of the story is that there's a homeless guy who lives in the park who uh, who is very sweet. And I said, hey, Keith, did you see anything happening that right. night? And he said, no, but I did see someone shooting something the day before and they were using fake blood. And I happened to know who it was. Uh. So, I e- so I'm emailing them. I haven't figured out exactly what the email should say. The email subject line should be "Please rinse away your yeah. Fake blood well, yeah, from clean our, up from our actual murder altercation park." <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also, don't shoot fake murders in a place where real murders happen a lot of the time. Because yeah. I can't walk my dog you, at night because I'm scared, and now there's fake blood there, and I thought there was a murder. But for you three saw? Days. I thought you said you saw a body at some. You saw blood. no, no. I saw blood. Okay, Sorry, saw, I saw yeah. blood. I saw blood that I thought was like I was like oh this must be paint and then I was like paint doesn't spill like that and right it w- wasn't drying and then I asked yeah. a nurse who takes her dog to the park she's like it does look like blood I was like okay everyone's confirmed uh. this is blood now <laughs> yeah okay because if you'd see yeah I guess it's okay to do it but then just clean up your fucking just mess. clean just, just clean up your rinse blood. it off yes it's not that hard bring a ho- well, I guess you can bring a hose to a park bring, bring a bucket plan for plan bring for bring a bottle of yes. water yeah that's you all can, I know there's a water shortage right now maybe you're trying to be green. Oh, Did you guys hear that's about the, the only people reason. who popped the inflatable dam? Yes. The assholes ruined $50 million worth of water. What? In San what? Francisco, right? Yeah, in the what Bay happened? Area somewhere, there was a there was a reservoir that was held up by like a giant um, cylindrical inflatable. The dam wall was just like this probably five to ten foot diameter 
inflatable cylinder and some vandals broke in and popped it and 50 million gallons of water dumped into the bay and we're gone. Hilarious. I bet they were... What's the over-under that they were 15-year-olds who just had crack? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've yeah, I've, I've look. I got a lot of m- embarrassments right here. <laughs> By the way, I don't, I don't want to. I want to enjoy them with you because they're wonderful stories. Um, guys, you could pop a dam if you wanted, an inflatable sure. dam. You could also pop a cockroach's thorax. Sure, if you wanted. Yeah, you could do something like if you that. Wanted. Uh, guys, there's a new thing. Uh, it's pretty scary. New species discovered. It's called the Dementor wasp, named after I'll Harry like Potter fame. Um. That's pretty much the uh, the mo of Ampulex Dementor, and it's it's a creature that turns its prey into a zombie and then eats it alive. Um, nice. It's a wasp named after the mythical Harry Potter creatures that suck souls uh, with abandon. Should be without abandon, right? No, um, with abandon. Wait, with abandon. With yeah. abandon. With the, without with abandon aband- would be nice, right? Right. With abandon. With abandon. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Dement- all, all willy nilly. Yeah, willy nilliness. Yeah. Uh, sucking souls all willy nilly. They should meet. They should meet Dale. Uh, uh, Dementor wasps inject venom into cockroach prey right in the belly, rendering it a passive zombie. And this, according to a new report from the World Wildlife Fund, the report details 139 new species discovered in the Greater Mekong region during 2014. The cockroach wasp venom blocks receptors of the neurotransmitter octopamine, which is involved in the initiation of spontaneous movement according to the report. So when, th- when this is blocked, the cockroach is still capable of movement, but it's, an- it's unable to direct its own body. So it's a, um, and once the cockroach has lost control, the wasp drags its stupefied prey by the antenna to a safe shelter to devour it. What the fuck? Uh, the red Sorry, I just blooded. spit on you. It's okay. I was so, it's okay. My mouth got so wet because it's so gross. The, what? R- the red and black wasp <laughs> is only known to live in Thailand. It has marked wings and belongs to an ant-mimicking group of species with attractive coloration and rather bizarre habitus. What do they mean habits? Is what that is, a, is that is a habitus a word? I don't know. I mean, I hate it when people just go to thesaurus.com and just do a replace, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the Museum for Naturkunde, uh, that's a natural history museum in Berlin, uh, that asked 300 visitors to pick the wasp name from among four options. Bicolor, after its red-black pattern. Mon, after a local ethnic group where the wasp lives. Plagiator, since it mimics yeah. or plagiarizes ants. And Dementor, described to visitors as magical beings which can consume a person's soul, leaving their victims as an empty but functional body without personality and emotions. Which well, of these names with, do you want to yeah, choose? Right. Bicolor. Like, who's going to choose? Right. <laughs> do you want to choose one of the three boring names or the one named after your favorite book and or film? It is kind of a bummer, though, to, to like 100 or 200 years from now when people are like, well, how did the Dementor Wasp get, their na- get its name? And then they're like, oh, a movie. <laughs> right, but... Maybe, I mean, it doesn't make it. I maybe mean, that I, always I, I like happened, Potter. though. Like maybe when they named the fox, which is Lupus Lupus, maybe when they named it, there was some shitty book out that we didn't know about, and they're like, "We're going to name it after the guy that steals carrots in the in the Lupus book." <laughs> Come on, well, how man. about the fact that there's going to be a whole generation of girls named Bella or Isabella, and they're going to have to lie when they, people ask and say that they weren't named after the fucking stupid Twilight books? But that they were. baby, I just saw a picture of the baby. What, what baby? baby from the Twilight? Oh, the actual actor baby or something? The actor, no, the, the baby, baby with the what? thing on its face? What? I never actually saw the movie, no. so there's a vampire Also, baby? I didn't I mean to call it, the... I love the Harry Potter series, didn't mean to call it stupid. No, I'm on board. But Bella has been, Bella's been like the number one girl name in the U.S. for like 10 years because of Twilight. 
What? Mm. And that's going to be a whole generation around? of Bellas. <laughs> no, 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 don't save yourself. There's a naked guy in the kitchen. There's a naked, there's guy, a naked guy, guy behind. He's, 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 he's in there. One, he's wearing shorts. This is two, two episodes in a row now. So, this happens. I have a question. Does this Dementor wasp, um, in general, do wasps serve a purpose? Because <laughs> they don't, they, they're not like bees. They don't pollinate. I mean, does anything serve a purpose? Wasps, get, bees, bees are very important. We're going to be fucked when they die. don't. Wasps are don't pollinate anything. Wolves are important because, as I saw on the internet, when they're reintroduced into Yellowstone, they change the rivers. What happened? I don't know what. Oh my god, they're all important. When wolves, um, when wolves are reintroduced, basically the ecosystem comes back to life. Because they're picking off things that were like damaging the. Mm -hmm. But water, the what changes? I don't remember the exact. Part of why the why but the river there, there needs to be those predators that are taking out some other things that are messing things. Let me, up. Yes. Let me ask you guys this: This is something that I've always wondered. Uh, but I don't think wasps have a purpose. But I mean, like to say that something has a purpose means like you mean like yeah. beneficial yeah. humans aren't important to what right to anything? I, what, what do they do? What do anything? What, what do humans do? Cockroaches? What do humans do? What, do? Do? what oh, have we ever done for we, the world aside from awful? PS three. <laughs> for, yeah, for ourselves. Actually, I but I mean, like, I, I would, I would say we're much. No, bigger. we fuck up everything. I would say we're much more useless in the. Uh, but what does useful even mean? I'm not. Trying that's to get what I mean. Super philosophical. It's, but no, what I agree with mean? you, Andy. It's it's about the survival of your own species. Are you a successful species or not? I I don't understand. Well, real quick, they identified 139 new species in that area, which includes 90 plants, 23 reptiles, 16 amphibians, 9 fish, and 1 mammal, which is a bat with extra large fangs. Oh, oh yeah, that thing is terrifying. Terrifying. Oh my god, look how many fangs it has. Holy sh... Look at this, Aaron. We'll have this article over it on probably like a, That looks straight up gremlins. Yeah, it looks yeah, like a Baker creation. But, but here's the thing is, I don't, I've never really understood the difference between species and a breed. Is that just there's have to a do difference? With, I know there's We've a difference. We've talked about it with with people on the podcast. Does that know. just have to do with human interference? No, it's a uh, like there's the, the, definitions. the definitions. The definitions are kind of fluid to an extent, but um, there are things about like things that are diff- different species can't breed and produce viable offspring. Yes, uh, that, so I think like, that's one of the okay. Rules. Yeah, um, so like a poodle and a spaniel can make a. Uh, can have an offspring that is a, itself You're talking about able a to produce. Yeah, a spoodle. Obviously. And that spoodle can in turn have more kids. Whereas, more kids. Whereas a poodle and a cat, uh, if they do manage to make anything, I mean, it'll be adorable, but... Right. It'll probably be sterile. Uh, yeah, it'll be it sterile at best. Even it'll be all over BuzzFeed. Yeah. But this actually... Uh, oh, we had good a call. Good a, call. But, but I, to me, species seems so... We had a listener write in about this because... Fucking similar. There are people who are trying to... Like there's this trend that we only care about really cute animals when it comes to conservation. Um, what's the term? I don't want to look up the email. Like, like no uh, one cares about sharks. Yeah, or just ugly. Uh, um, um, mm. What's charismatic megafauna? Okay. Which listener wrote in about Charis- that? Oh, I remember megafauna. her writing in. Yeah. So the, yeah, these, there's so only this, 25 there's, of the there's a gibbon, gibbons. There's like 25 of this one kind of gibbon left. So everyone's having fundraisers and things and losing their shit over it. And they should. But then um, in another article she sent, it said that like a third of uh, Europe's bird species are at, at, at the brink of extinction. It was Linda right. Moulton. Uh, Linda Moulton, yes. Yeah. And, there's, and within those animals that are cute, they're the ones that are easier to raise money for. So people are even like doing some sort of taxonomic inflation by like trying to claim different things that are the same species are different species. So they can get even more funding as long as they are charismatic I, I megafauna. I people just need to understand, probably understand the biosphere a little better. It's like every time a species goes extinct, it's some other species food supply. Eventually it's going to hit something cute. 
eventually. Right, eventually. You know and what I mean? Not, if not, it's direct food supply. It might eat something that affects the environment that in turn affects something else that affects... Something them. that's cute. Yeah. But then eventually, in the course, a cute thing will be affected. In the course of me Googling charismatic megafauna, I came across uh, an organization called the Ugly Animal Preservation Society. Love it. <laughs> Yay. And they're all about saving the ones that aren't so obviously cute. This is cute. sort of off topic, but... They we, send me a check every month, which I find passive aggressive. <laughs> so, uh, so awful. So rude of them. Very rude. You cash oh. it, though. I mean, like... Yeah, I need the, yeah, I need the money. Yeah. Um, oh, this... Do- basically, someone dumped a dog in our yard, um, and we kept the dog. But we always joke... The dog is weirdly put together. And I... This is the dog you were walking. The, this, the murder scene dog. Yes, exactly, Oliver. Um, he is not put together well. Like his head is too big for his body. He's got joint problems, Ooh. and he's only like a year old. He's, is he Instagram famous yet? No, I don't know if I. <laughs> is he that ugly? I know. We, no, he's not <laughs> oh, like okay. tongue hanging out. He's not Marnie. No, no, he's just weird looking. And I was telling my boyfriend today, I was like, "Do you think we would have picked this dog out of if we were at a rescue? We would we right. would pick this dog out." And we were both like, "No, there's no way we'd right. have picked this dog." But he's the best dude. I but feel, we, but but it's the same thing. He's not. He doesn't have a pe- face like that. But I wonder if people are going to start going to shelters specifically trying to find ugly animals to find the next like grumpy cat or little bub or tuna melts my heart. Tuna, yes, right. I mean, like, uh-huh. what if people are doing that, like trying to find the ugliest animals? I'm sure to get it's rich. happening because there's like serious. Like, there's how seriously much money, money to be made. Off grumpy of ugly cat animals. generates like millions of dollars a year. There's like grumpy cat TV shows. There's a movie. Wait, sorry, back off. What Grumpy Cat TV show? There's isn't that Grumpy the Cat? Movie. Uh, maybe I just made the rest of it up. But like, there's Wait, a lot of stuff. I, I there's book, got, there's a tuna, has a book. Sad. I just found out that the Ugly Animal Preservation Society is a comedy night and fundraiser, and everyone who's performed at it is a friend of mine. Really? <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, I know everyone who's. We should get with that thing. book, man. I Wait, would do that in a UK say? show. Yeah. Oh, Wait, uh, Simon Pegg, Stephen Fry. Uh, oh, those are just tweets. Hold on. Yeah, uh, it's present. The, this TV presenter called Simon Watt started it, but then it says previous performers included Ellie Taylor, Helen Arney, uh, Dan Schreiber, Sarah Benetto, Susie Ruffle, Steve Cross, Demon, Izzy Lawrence, Paul Foot. It's a British let me, show. Okay, let me but it's not... It. They but don't it's raise to raise money. money. No, it, no, is. Oh, okay. it, has a, it has a present. Let me ask you this. The Blobfish is its mascot. Let me ask you this. Okay. Uh, Lupus canine. That's the gray wolf. That's the wolf. Okay. Lupus canine. It's right? like a dog and a wolf? No, it's a wolf. Okay. It's a gray wolf. Okay. Uh, that's its own species. Okay. Okay? What are you giving, you're throwing, no, you're not, throwing anger not, at me. What's going on? Am I? I'm not. I'm not allowed to know sorry. things no, around Andy. I can't know things. Did I sound like, I'm sorry if I'd sound you, like Okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right. All right. All right. All right. Jesse. Yeah. Next thing. I think yeah. it was it just aggressive, active listening. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Silently listen. Well, no. You also you have your sunglasses on, so I can't see. You can't the, see. I can't see the wincing at you. The <laughs> daggers. Can't see the lovely puppy eyes that you're, <laughs> you're throwing. Out. Okay. Uh, however, the domestic dog, Lupus Canine uh, Domestique. I think it's, it's Canis Lupus is the gray wolf. Canis Lupus. There you go. Yeah. I got it wrong. So so Canis Lupus and then Canis Lupus Domestique would be the. Uh, the dog. No, I think the dog is Canis Canis. I think so. It's so Canis is the is the genus, which is right. And Canis then Canis Lupus is the species. When does the domesticate come in? Because that's a thing. Uh, let me find out. Wait, are you trying to find out if wolves and dogs can have babies? I think <laughs> they can, but they're different species. Right. I don't know. And if I they... think their their babies are fertile. 
Well, here's a discovery article from last year uh, about how dogs are not as close kin to wolves as thought. Um, it's only like eight types of dogs. It's a really limited. <laughs> I'm serious. Like a fetching dog. A tricks dog, <laughs> guide dog, dirty dog, salty <laughs> um, dog, firehouse dog, hot, hot dog, uh, um, downward facing. <laughs> They're the only. Those are it. No, I mean you got like foxes. You have your different types of foxes. You got your wolves. You got and then you got coyotes. Where are dog. coyotes? Coyotes, hunting dog, the jackal. The hunting dog is like its own thing. But you're just asking if these are the, if, if they're different species. How can because wolves and dogs can interbreed, right? Oh, I think oh, so. It's not Canis Canis. So it's Canis lupus familiaris or Canis familiaris. There you go. Okay, because they're all lupus. Lupus is the the lupus is above the canine part. So uh, I'm boring myself. No, I'm I just to, I'm I just to, think that I'm, they can. I have to see it in my head. The question you're asking is, is if they're different species, how come they can interbreed if they can? And I think well, and have can, fertile right? offspring. Because right. I know like horses and donkeys can have a mule, but a mule's jizz is no good. Right. <laughs> you don't need to tell me. No, I know. No, I just mean taste-wise. <laughs> um, you know, throw in some cocoa butter. Let's get this going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I mean, wolves and dogs can still... That's, that's like a designer dog people buy. It's like a wolf hybrid. Okay, according to Google, um, yeah, they're not different species. They're subspecies of Canis lupus. Hybrids between two species in the same genus have sterile offspring. Hybrids between two subspecies of the same species have offspring that can breed. So they are subspecies of the same species. But how many times do you why think that's... Why is there a subspecies? Shouldn't that I be another thing? But, but I don't... Like, why, why is that different from just breed then? Well, that's what I'm saying. What? And also, how do they know that in the wild? Like, when they discover some new species, like... We discovered a rare frog, you know, and we're going to call it something, right? But this is the only known one in the world. It's like, okay, well, they haven't seen it. Fuck. They haven't seen if it can't. What if it's just a weird colored yeah. other different frog? What cr- like, I don't think there are as many species as we're saying there are. What's driving people crazy right now who are listening at home, I'm sure, is that there are a lot. Like, this is a very answerable question. Just none of, It's in none of our area Our of internet's expertise. too slow today, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Like, there are biologists listening who are like, I could just fucking answer this well, question. No, I know yeah, that there is. Do we have any experts in taxonomy who are listening to the show right now? And I, I know, know that there do. is a method that goes through identifying a new species, but it's like, you haven't. The, okay, what if they just paid three fifty for some? <laughs> to tell them? Well, also it can't be perfect. I mean, okay, you have so many different types of frogs, all right. And I know they're broken up into different species. But then you have so many like Amazonian frogs. There's like five thousand different types, and they're different species, considered completely different species. So when you find a new one, it's not like it's just fucking. You, you see if it can breed with every other type That's of not frog. The only rule for what makes a species a species, I don't think. But I'm saying, why, like, why isn't it just considered like Chihuahua versus Bull Mastiff? And it's like, perhaps this is the same species. This group on this acre have different well, colored skin. Because there wouldn't be the force of like man exerting its will on this animal. Like what we're doing to dogs isn't happening in nature. Well, that's what I mean, but I'm saying it, it is sometimes. Hey. <laughs> hey. Well, how, like, how did this wasp come to be? Was it a mutation? And then, well, it all—it's all a mutation, but right? Then, but then, if it's a mutation, and then you need something else to breed with you, and then it's like a dominant gene, then you get more of them. Is that how it would go? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's you have you know gi- giraffes used to have short necks, and then one was like a freak. I mean, that's that's why I think that. No, it was. You, you need honestly. I'm not joking. You need to teach science to kids because you would get people to listen if you said the things in the way that you said. Well, no. One of them was like Especially a about crack. One of them was a freak. Maybe he was born with like a foot long neck. Mm-hmm. But animals aren't shallow like us. They go for the survivor. So then it. That's it, pretty shallow. It got well, but I'm saying it got more poon, and then thus poon. Had because more, it got more because it was able to get more leaves. Uh, yeah, and then and then now here. Yeah. And it then, probably wouldn't have been like a seven foot long either. It would be like a gradual, very time. gradual. I mean, it takes millions of years, but that's why human evolution is really weird with our shallowness now. Because like, I I don't know if I've said this before, but it's like you go to a bar and there's a guy with like his head looks like a nutsack because he has two brains. No girl's gonna fuck that guy. Maybe the novelty of it, like groupie style. But that guy should. I think things human mutations probably happen all the time that would be good to be perhaps continued do you know yasser lester he has two brains no two ball sacks yeah i know yes okay he told me this theory that blew my fucking mind and you probably already heard it but the idea is that aliens are us just in the future and based on the idea that right have you heard this yeah i mean it's fucking stupid what do you mean (laughs) it makes so much sense to me no the gray aliens are us in the future and the ufos are time machines blah, blah, blah. anyone wait but have you heard the, but but, do you, but have you heard the reasons why well just the, based on where our evolution is going well just that like more people with autism essentially more people who are just more analytical and like you know tech based uh-huh. are reproducing right right and so our fingers are getting longer because of digital technology no they're not no they're not man wait man but then (laughs) no they're not the fingers are getting longer because of digital technology at all but we stopped I want to hear the rest of this no the smart people who are a little bit like less like interested in like interpersonal relationships and empathy and all that stuff they're breeding they're more powerful now and that in the future that's my that might be what they look they're not outbreeding the dumb yeah, isn't the theory that everyone like likes ever. to do is like the idiocracy theory of like those people aren't having as many kids as like the- yeah you can okay you can have eighteen of those people eighteen autistic CEO geniuses the Duggars win right, <laughs> All right. You know I, mean? I know what you're saying I. <laughs> By the way, I love that you were like instantly like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I still think it's an interesting theory. No, I, just think, I understand what you're saying. And, Any, then, and then the th- end of the I'm theory saying is that, like, if, saying, that these, these things the, that, have, that people say have visited us are just us in the future right, coming and, back and in time dude, machines. It's like, yes, but also, the reason these UFOs crash, man, is because like the elevation keeps raising... Right, so they it's like they're just—they weren't expecting that fifty-foot fall. It's look, any high seventh grader has had that theory. By the way, that's why I like it because I smoke a lot of weed. I've had that theory independently of Yasser, and oh, then said, you know what? That's it. too fucking I dumb to share. No, I don't think it. <laughs> by the way, Yasser does not smoke weed, so I don't think it was. I think he—he he allegedly read it somewhere. But um, what if more to your point? What if just theoretically? Okay. It is true that they are us in the future. Mm-hmm. But then there's also dumb people on that planet, but they don't have access to spaceships. <laughs> okay, I, I buy all that. Okay. I, here's, here's the thing, though. I'm saying both realities could exist. Let's say it is time travel, all right? And let's take, like, Roswell into account, something like that. Let's say that's a real thing, all right? Imagine it's 5,000 years in the future. We have time travel. And someone's like, hey, Aaron, uh, 
you want to meet Jesus, you want to pet a dinosaur, and you're like, I want to check out 1957. <laughs> I want to, <laughs> I want to go I'm, to an Elvis show. But like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure. Okay. Can we hit the desert in the 50s? What if it's not time travel? What if it's, <laughs> and what if it's there another planet that is just ahead of us? Evolutionarily, isn't that the that theory be, of aliens? aliens? That's, that's the all the theory. That, but Wouldn't they have to be? No, it's not time travel. It's plan, interplanetary travel. But that's, that's what that's what you, aliens are. Of what people would guess. But it's still. Alien but they're humans. Okay. But what oh, if but they're, humans, they were humans? Saying. But they're humans like in a timeline way past us. I mean, why would they have evolved to be just like us? Wait, back up and explain planet. that. How are they humans? Okay, so imagine there's two Earths. <laughs> First of all, I'm loving this. First of all, I'm loving it. I know. Why am I trying I, to stop it? No, yeah. I know. I know. Matt wants to like uphold the scientific method. Nope. I'm going I'm no. to kabosh no, it. No, I'm letting, I'm letting this one run. Okay, what if what if there are two Earths, right? Okay, two Earths. Love okay, it. there's two Earths. One in our solar system. I can't believe you made fun of me for smoking crack when I was 15. <laughs> you know how? Because I never this. I still would have made fun of this. Okay. What if, <laughs> Two Earths. Earth. Wait, can I back up? I just want to give you some background. My okay. dad is a really into aliens, and he made me read Communion when I was 12 okay. years what old. Is what is Communion? My dad's super into aliens. It's My dad's name is Lizard. <laughs> He's a lizard person. Yeah. Yeah. Communion He's not Jewish. Communion is a book about, um, it's like a firewall. <laughs> doesn't run the banks, oh, okay. Andy. Yeah, it's like uh, Christopher Walken played the guy in the movie. It was like about. It's called, there's a movie called Communion? Yeah. Communion. Communion. Yeah, um, you did it better. Communion. So anyway, long story. <laughs> short i'm fascinated by this stuff i don't necessarily understand i don't i'm not sold that it's a thing like i don't necessarily believe in aliens i like the idea of thinking about i it. think it's completely possible that they you know exist. We exist right okay so there's sure. two earths one earth is 2015 and one earth in their timeline is like i don't know 16,745. Okay, right? that's the part that gets me where you just say in three words in their timeline. Anyway, <laughs> okay, explain no, I mean, that part. Back up. That's the taser to death of your sentence. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, so, by the way, I'm not. Don't high. brush over that part. Okay, so we basically, human beings showed up on this planet in our form, what year? Do you know what year that was? Um, about 200,000 years ago. Okay, so... Isn't that what they said, Chris Ryan said on, on that episode we did? So imagine, yeah. like, in this, in their universe, humans showed up and, like... Oh, so it's a parallel four, universe. 400,000. That's what you're talking about. Yes, sorry. It's a parallel universe, but it's... But we just have different... We're just off timelines. So we're behind them, essentially. Okay. Okay, they're Mexico with Morrissey, and we're us with Morrissey. <laughs> they're Mexico. <laughs> okay, got it. But, oh, oh, sorry. Other way, we're Mexico yes, Morrissey. Yes. They're U.S. Morrissey. Okay. But wait, we're, we're like, Mexico we're, Morrissey came before real Morrissey? No, no, sorry. I did it backwards. We liked Morrissey in the 80s, but, but, but Mexican then, kids love Morrissey now. Right, but then... <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Okay. But then we Which never would have... It blows my mind. Like, that's it's amazing. Yeah. But then we never... Aliens never would have visited our timeline because they would keep canceling their tour. Right, right. You got it. Yeah. That's the end of the... That's, that's because <laughs> they saw theory. someone eating a hot dog in the venue or something? Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, not a good day to traps around. In a, <laughs> I've got a petticoat. You've got a frisbee. It's all, it's all just... He's just cataloging things people have, and then there's a chorus about love. Right. <laughs> and dead girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's all I'm saying. It, it could be possible if they're like... It's not time travel it's interplanetary and we're in a parallel universe and they're uh, they're quote unquote us humans in the future hey you know what uh could help these autistic adults in the future who are actually us who have been mistaken from aliens swiss cheese uh, if they donated mdma oh, oh there you go. okay uh, <laughs> this is a story sent in by morgan Perrine. Researchers, 
Researchers planning the first pilot study of MDMA-assisted therapy for the treatment of social anxiety in autistic adults. In a recent review in, pr- in press in the journal um, Progress in Neurophysiopharmacology and Biological Psychiatry, a team of researchers led by Alicia Danforth laid out their proposed method and study rationale for what will be the first assessment of the therapeutic effects of MDMA, the active ingre- uh, component of the street drug ecstasy, for social anxiety in autistic adults. This research is being conducted jointly by the Los Angeles Biomedical Why not weed? Um, well, they've, they've done those studies a million times. They yeah, know. it might make you more anxious. But social anxiety is a common problem for autistic adults, especially those that function well enough to be pressured by social norms. Individuals with autism are also known to respond pure, poorly to usual treatments. That's an interesting sentence you just glossed over also, is like, it, there's a level of autism where people will just leave you alone and not hold you to the standard of, and that's like the ideal, because then if you're more functional than that, then you're being held to a standard that's yeah. super hard for I you guess, to meet because yeah, you're, you're autistic. When you're in that sort of version, yeah, that's, it's a, yeah, that's a good point. There's a sort of, there's a gray area in the middle where you're like, I'm fine at hard to interact with society, hey, but I'm also sufficiently self-aware to- Gray area, man. Because what Aaron was saying, you know what I mean, man? It's like you're, you know, I mean, that could mean something. Yeah, I know what if, you're saying. No, like in the parallel, if you're like super tarded, and then in our universe, but there's like the medium gray almond eyes, because we longer fingers, man, because people are giving rectal exams <laughs> and we're on computers. It's it's a dis. You, you see my point. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. No, I I know you're making fun of me. No, no, I'm not, making, I'm not making. I'm not. By the way, I agree. Why do you think your dog looks so fucking weird, man? Because my dog. I mean, he just from- showed up in your yard. You ever think about that? <laughs> and it's like he's like he looks he doesn't look like other dogs, man. I mean, you could have you have a future dog. You could have an intruder, some kind of future canine lupus domesticate, man. <laughs> Please do this character every time I see you. The sunglasses, okay. the sunglasses are on. <laughs> Only because the sun has know, has, has landed. Um, so, I'm sorry, MDMA. Well, hang on. What do you say, Aaron? Oh. Well, I feel really. I my I have cousins um, who are whatever on the spectrum, sure. and I don't say that as like they're on the spectrum. I mean, like there's something yeah. socially yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wrong You're not with making them. Fun of them? No, You're, and they and they they deserve to be either you know treated or of course. Uh, but given some more there. leeway in terms of missing social cues, then you would. Give they miss so many social cues. Like my cousin once, what she they hadn't seen my grandfather who lives. They live in Long Beach. My grandpa lives in Palmdale, which is an hour away. Two hours away, Long Beach. Not a plane ride, not far, mm-hmm. right? They hadn't seen my grandpa in like three years. It was his 90th birthday. And she, the present that she gave my grandpa was three pictures of her on all the vacations she'd been on in the last three years. <laughs> right. I was, like, I was like, wait a minute. She doesn't understand. Like yeah. she, and she does, Like, she doesn't get it. Right. And she and even if you said like, "Hey, I just want to outline why this is so like the most like socially you insensitive." Should have given at least five she, pictures. Yeah, right? you should I mean, like double the pictures. Yeah. Right, you're slipping. You some don't nudes see your grandfather, but then you show him all the things that you've been doing with your time besides seeing, <laughs> besides seeing him. Right, wouldn't understand it. I'm sorry, I couldn't help with your medical bills, but um, I hope this picture of me in my palace helps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that's I exactly mean, what it was. Any, I mean, any health, anything. You should you should have a level of leeway for that. But do you, you think know? like they, they did this? They did, of course they did these studies with acid, and then they nothing ever happened with them. It's not like acid is like readily available. 
What do you mean nothing ever happened with them? Well, like, like there they, are they, things they, they've shown the, benefits. They, those all got dismantled by uh, by the Nixon administration. Right. Like do you want to get into more conspiracies? Mushrooms. No, they've done oh, a lot of things. Like, like, yeah. Mushrooms are good for PTSD. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. The war on drugs has, and the bullshit associated with it, has killed a lot of legitimate medical trials. So yeah. they'll have to overcome a lot, I think, with this. I'm. It's good they're calling it MDMA, even though that's still like what news, or news outlets will call it when a kid... Like oh no, it's, dehydrates. Yeah, it's being himself. done for the. It's being uh, performed by the uh, Party Institute for Molly. That's uh, yeah. that's who's behind this. The <laughs> researcher Dr. Miley Cyrus says that. Um, <laughs> if we can't stop, we won't stop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Professor <laughs> Professor Skrillex has, uh, <laughs> carrying out the clinical trial. By the way, uh, Mandy in England, not Molly. Oh really? Although I, although I would be willing to bet that now it's switched over because enough songs and popular culture in America has leached over. But what about mm. Barry Manilow? Um, Isn't that about ecstasy? Yeah, that is. Yeah. You what? came and you gave without taking. Yeah, it's all about MDMA. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh man. Yeah, no, you had me for okay, one second. Sorry. <laughs> but then <laughs> I realized it didn't deserve that much. No, I. You know what it did? It no, did. It was really good. No, but that was. Uh, but Mandy is responsible for one of my favorite dumb drug dealer stories, which is someone we used to know who ran this comedy show that was basically a front for dealing MDMA and weed. Uh, sure. And, uh, Here in as, L.A.? No, this was in... This as was in, as most in comedy shows are. And, uh, and someone I know phoned him up and said, hey, is, uh, is Mandy around? And his response was, uh, Mandy is in the area. How many times would you like to enjoy her? Which <laughs> sounds Love more it. illegal than yeah. it does. Yeah. Oh yeah, just a way worse crime. It's a full yeah. prostitution yeah. ring. Well, not, not uh, yeah. Like, I think pimping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my code for um, worse than no. I had this thing worked out with an old weed dealer of mine where my code for weed was um, kids I can fuck. Yeah. So I would call and say, "Do you have any kids I can fuck?" And, Do you have um, any? Uh, I, I need a uh, three assassinate the presidents. <laughs> 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 Wow! Did not think that through. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, Rico, what's up, man? I'm looking to uh, join ISIS this afternoon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hmm? Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> also, the person's name's Rico. <laughs> That's my head drug dealer. Isn't there name. a Rico, Rico statue? Doesn't it have to do with drugs too. I don't know. Um, I, I would love if I made. Sorry, if I was that. There's another level to the joke. I would no love that. I think there Always accept a... if someone assumes that there was another level to your joke. Take, <laughs> take the joke. And yeah. Like, yes, Layers, man. Was, yeah. Layers. Well, they, they did that. Uh, they did an Alzheimer's study with MDMA, they, and it never went anywhere. They've done a, quite a bit of. They've done a few. It mentions it in these. It wasn't article. it legal. It used to. I mean, not like street ecstasy, but it used to be prescribed at some point. Uh, correct. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm trying to work, find this out. So conventional anti-anxiety medications, including. Uh, various SRI, uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs, uh, and MAOIs and benzodiazepines uh, don't seem to affect autistic adults very well uh, because of the physiological differences associated with them. Interesting. Um, that is interesting. Research into the clinical uses of MDMA goes back decades and is currently also being investigated as an adjunct treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder. It's pharmacologically similar to amphetamine and uh, the hallucinogen mescaline, but it's considered to be safe and non-addictive in small doses and control settings. MDMA has been illegal in the, 19, in the U.S. since the 1980s, but prior to this, MDMA was being tested for possible therapeutic effects and was sometimes given as an adjunct to psychotherapy. Who's doing this study? Is it a drug company? Um, it seems to be a, a research group. Hmm. Um, it doesn't say Alicia Danforth, wherever she works. She works for DJ Shadow. Yeah. 
It's She's on the circuit. Yeah. It's noted for partnering <laughs> in a survey it, of MDMA users. Uh, 72% reported that the drug made them more comfortable in social settings, and 12% further noticed that this effect persisted for more than two years. It's hoped this drug can be administered administered infrequently in clinical settings to reduce social anxiety directly. I want it. Yeah, and to promote the formation of a more productive relationship between an individual and their therapist. What, like uh, massaging? Giving each other... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really it's, bonding with my shrink lately. We both pop some ecstasy. Full pacifiers. <laughs> yeah. It's FDA compliant, IRV approved, and will employ a placebo-controlled double-blind methodology. How can you do a placebo for MDMA? When it's Tell them it's so- MDMA. Yeah, They're it's- autistic. They don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> They're autistic. They don't know. Andy Wood for president. <laughs> in, 20, <laughs> in 2015, Andrew Thomas Wood said this on a podcast. <laughs> By the way, this is the thing I've been trying to make into a bit somehow that I haven't found like the right angle on yet. But like, eventually, we're going to live to see like the first dick pic president. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. The two yeah. presidents, both of the candidates have dick pics that are out there that are that have been leaked right yeah and like it won't be about whether you have a dick pic but which one is the better dick like that's that'll decide oh, the good election. call good call and you'll have to or discuss if it's a lady that. there'll be like, no who is there was somebody who was in playboy who was it wasn't scott brown was it scott brown he's the anthony weiner obviously but right was, but there was yeah. a guy who was in playboy in the I mean, 80s a career starter and then a became a governor really yeah hmm. it was not so scandalous. play play girl he was in play girl sorry play, yeah there's a nude photo of him somewhere. I just hate I all those gender barriers with the play, Playboy, Playgirl. Just make thing. it all nudes for everybody. Just all, just everyone. It, just... Has any woman ever bought a Playgirl for the purposes it's intended? No, like, I think it's a gay magazine. It's a gay, it's a gay magazine, magazine. Or, it's a gay magazine, or it's like women would buy it as a joke or something. It's yeah, like, and it's like male go, strip clubs. Like women I read go. it for the articles. Right, of course. Yeah. If if it if it could dance like Magic Mike, I'd be into it. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't think women just work on that kind of like one dimensional. No, no, no. Sure. Yeah. I think some do. I mean, you can see someone. I I've never seen a picture of someone and be like, I want to fuck them. But I've heard someone talk and do something like Tom Hardy on paper is fine, but Tom Hardy speaking and doing stuff is like with his face covered in a weird mask. Like that's movie why they in. have to do it because if they don't, <laughs> so moms looking. and daughters are just going to be like all horny next to each other when they yeah, go see him. And talk. Just the, it's weird for us. The screens would be covered in squirt juice. <laughs> yeah, you, can't you don't go want to a movie that. Like that. You gotta cover his face. You gotta cover his it's face. Responsible. Good, that is responsible. Good call. Good call. You know, you have to cover Tom <laughs> Hardy's face. He's such a dick, sp- speaking yeah. of. He's That's why Meryl Streep can only do voiceover now. You don't want all that jizz all over. Who's with me? Guys? <laughs> Everybody. Mer- Everybody. No, no one's- dick. Yeah. It's, it's an Esquire magazine. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. No, and unabashed. That was my buddy in high school. Yeah, I was Tom really Hardy good friends with Tom Hardy. I forgot to mention yeah. you guys. Well, that, you uh, do crack. I think do he you? also... <laughs> no, I think he also did smoke crack. I think you had a drug... I think you guys had parallel... Speaking of parallel universes... Dude, let me tell you something. A lot of... It would blow you guys' mind, the people that have smoked crack that you wouldn't assume have. I mean, I smoked it once, you know? But, uh... It's not like you're Rob not? Ford. It's not, yeah, it's not... Rob Ford's perfect. Rob Ford Rob is Ford's great. Perfect. Rob Ford is great. He's a model citizen. Um... <laughs> You know, uh, also Olivia Gondak saying I want to eat her pussy. I never said that. I'm a married man. I got more than enough to eat at home. Good night. Was this uh, <laughs> was this when Jimmy Stewart was uh, playing the part of, of Jimmy Rob Stewart? Ford? Basically, is it's Rob, Rob Ford's Ford? voice. But that interview is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Olivia Gondak, by the way, and as someone from Kingston, Ontario, that is the most Ontario That's the name. Very Canadian name. It's the most Canadian name. Gondak. Olivia Gondak says I want to eat her pussy, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> 
thinks that's okay. I mean, the, the guy mayor shouldn't think the, that's okay. The guy said, the guy said, yeah, I did, I did smoke that crack on the video, but uh, his defense was that he was blackout drunk. Uh, In my defense, I was blackout drunk at the time, and uh, and then he refused up. to quit. Loved it. It holds up. Uh, he didn't make any. He didn't make any apologies for the mistakes he he'd made. Unlike this podcast, we have some corrections we need yes, to get we do. into, hey, don't we? There we go. Do we have a jingle for corrections corner yet? Not yet. I mean, we we're do. recording this before the next. By the way, uh, we should also let, let the listeners know that uh, we might have to reboot, retool, and reboot the uh, "Was That Science" <laughs> segment from last week. It's been done. A lot of people liked it, but also some people pointed out that it's been done. Yeah, and it almost has the same name. Was it, someone said that uh, someone suggested the great title "Sci-Fi," and it turns out "Science or Fiction" is a segment on the Skeptics Guide to the Universe. But then there's one called "Is That Science" on a podcast. Also, is yeah. that on? Guys, Skeptics we're going to retool it. We're going to get it together. All right. Well, we have a different segment. There wasn't time to get a different segment together this nope. week. Yeah, we're recording. My mom gets in to town tomorrow for the whole GoPro going at my ass thing. Right, right. Uh, that's on Tuesday. It's a family event. Eric. Family event. Oh, you're yeah. getting a colonoscopy? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, apparently it's not bad at all, but the prep day sucks. That's what I'm... I'm what do you have to do for the I've prep I've had day? a colonoscopy before. Oh, you have? Do- yeah. Um, my dad had colon cancer, and okay. so like when we all hit 30, there was just like the specialist, the said, hey, you check. should all just get checked. Yeah. I've got another one that's coming up at some point. Cause it's Did you get like a family years. deal? You guys all went in together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and we got the picture. We got the yeah, photo. Yeah, 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 good. It's uh, like the roller coaster thing. You never know when they're Ten taking the picture. In, yeah, you never know. know. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, I thought it was <laughs> you on never the next know. bit. That they do it like Olive Garden family style, like the actual procedure itself you guys just they put it all on the table and everyone just t- takes care of their own yeah yeah and, they, and, and also they do it like they take the picture and then you don't know afterwards they're tr- gonna try and sell it to you they're like i'm just gonna take a picture for some uh, yeah, reason and then i know that, i know you guys like, look great is it your anniversary i'm just gonna take a photo but the prep day does suck because you basically you can't eat well not it's and not that you can't eat you have to drink, drink that milky shit you have you area? basically have to you no, no you basically have to you get industrial laxatives right like you Ooh. get given this you get these packets of laxatives like firstly like pill laxatives and then this thing you have to drink and it says in the thing it says like if you're a bit constipated have a quart have a like a tenth of this packet and it's and the instructions say have two of these packets (laughs) and then you just basically have you give yourself the explosive shits i have a question could you just do an enema i mean a um colonic i don't know I mean, that would be those, way easier. Well, it goes no, they don't they clean also, you out the same way. They have to because they have to get everything from every level, like the oh. holes. They have to clear out your entire system. Yeah, it's like five feet of lower, just lower intestine. Really, that needs to get cleaned out. So I think yeah, from like so the you stomach. Can't just do it. Okay, because I've done enemas before, like the saline enema. Enemas. I, I did one enema. I did two colonics. It's probably the most fun I've ever had in my life. <laughs> That's awesome. What's what about it? You feel like. I, I, honestly, the song bad for you to get too many. Sunshine is about at the moment after Kalan. That is the exact opposite. I did one once. Like, and yep. honestly, I, I get it. I had one once because, literally because I was bored on the road. Because <laughs> like, my dad had one, so when we all turned 30, <laughs> right. he bought there was a colonic. There was a colonic irrigation place that had a special, that had a deal on, and it was exactly halfway on the walk from the condo to the comedy club. Yep. And I walked past it two days in a row, and on the third day, I'm like, you know Fine. what? I yep. might do it in the afternoon. I'm like, yep. so at like one in the afternoon, I went in and it felt like, it felt like you know when you sort of need it, you need a shit, but you cough and you're like, am I shitting right now? It was like that for half. It was the most horrible experience. I hated it. Wait, but I didn't mind that. Really? But did you like the way you felt afterwards? No, I felt like I was just like. I felt like I'd just Empty. been in a room while someone watched me thinking that I was shitting myself for right. an hour. Right. No, I felt I felt awful. You you and I are I'm just a freer person than you are. Yeah. Wow. 
I didn't. Will, that didn't bother me. And also, it has no health benefits. None. It just no. Your it's, out. it's it's quite bad for you actually to do <laughs> yeah, to do a few. All your bacteria, all your gut bacteria, <laughs> which is very you need useful. It, yeah. Ooh, what my, if you lose the kind that keeps you skinny? Right? Like, can't you do like? Well, no. My aunt. What's that kind? My aunt the, Lou the really fucked herself up. Like that keeps you skinny. There's With some. Colonoscopies. Well, there's like certain Actually, gut microbes yeah. that might contribute to. I don't know. There's just like it's theories about. It's not a about, study you read. Yeah, my aunt no, Lou yeah. is like weekly on that shit. Who does? My aunt Lou gets like a weekly. Fuck it. She really fucked herself up with too many, uh, like, and what happened colonics, to her? You know? Like what actually happened to her? Just all the gut bacteria and stuff like that. I mean, it's like, you need it. You need it. And also, you, you're, you ever, like, you have, like, a drain, like a, um, your colon and stuff. It's supposed to be slimy. Right, of course. You know what I mean? It's like lifting up a drain of, like, slime. Like, it's, it's not supposed to be just that muscle. Right. Like, your skin. That's really bad for you. And at times after, like, an extent, like, I've had times recently just with the, uh, with what's going on with me where, like, I'll have uh, an extended, extended period of antibiotics that are broad spectrum antibiotics. So they oh, will, yeah. they'll kill all the gut bacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you can feel everything moving through oh, you. There's nothing. Gross. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Like but you, then do you take probiotics? Sorry, I'm going to yeah. turn into my aunt right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, probiotics, the, they, they, the, just don't, they can't, the bodily probiotics happen on their own anyway. So as much as the like, yeah, eat a bunch of yogurt after this, it's like your body produces so many. A lot of that is sort of hippy dippy. Yeah. Like you're not going to. Do you think the ones that are refrigerated at Whole Foods are like bullshit? What? Well, they're only refrigerated to keep more of the strains active, which happens in yogurt anyway. And then they advertise their number. So it'd be like 10 billion active strains in one pill. It's like, yeah, that's also in a thing of yogurt. Right. Like, you, I don't think you can activia your way back into having natural human flora in your gut. I think I need to get a fecal transplant. I, we can. Are you guys doing that? <laughs> yeah. It's Are you going to buy a blender? Though. Who's it's, got? Who's it's got, on your merch. Yeah. We'll line who, it up. But do you know, I don't know anybody who like has good poop. You just find the fittest person you know and ask them to take a poop for you. But it's not about fitness. Oh, so you're going to go DIY. Right? I don't know. Is it? I no, think it it's. I think it's. You can still be healthy and have bad gut bacteria. My sister has Crohn's disease. She's really healthy. Oh, okay. Don't take her shit. No, don't no, take no. shit don't from nobody. That's what I'm working with right now. Crohn's. You should Possible. give her your shit. Which, That's what yeah. I should do. I don't think she would do it. I've talked to her about it. I would get a fecal transplant. Wait, by the way, Sandy Nelson. Okay. Well, if if yeah if 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 a gastroenterologist was like, hey, this is an option you should do, but I'm not going to do it because I fucking read it on Gawker. And they said this is a thing people are doing. Well, my grandpa did it, and it worked like for him. Like DIY? What? No, at a hospital. Oh, for so they, so it was like medically validated. I mean, I wouldn't do it yeah. where I just find somebody. Like, <laughs> hey, what your, did your grandpa have that got fixed? Well, it was my, it's my grandpa, on my stepdad's side, and um, he was I don't know what the fuck. He's old, and he got like. This is the best way to end the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, he's just old and he had just chronic diarrhea once he was hospitalized for like three weeks and that no one knew what to do. And he had like chronic, so like diarrhea so bad that they had to put a tube in his butt because right. he, there was no, there was just no, it, there was no, no turning it off. There was yeah. No, oh God. Right. So my, my uncle was like, or my stepdad was like, can we please give him a fecal transplant? Cause nothing is working and everything's making him like. They're doing those broad, broad spectrum antibiotics yeah. and all the stuff, and they gave him a fecal transplant, and it fucking worked. Jesus. And now he's out of the hospital. That's insane. Wow. I mean, a doctor oversaw it. I don't know where the blender came from, but I bet it was an oyster. Well, <laughs> yeah. Sandy Nelson, listener, sent in a story saying smoking pot could help Crohn's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think. Thank you, Sandy. That. But uh, but here's so corrections corner. Oh, by the way, uh, Jesse, just get the softest toilet paper you can. 
and wear a robe and don't go any don't go too far from the bathroom. Oh, you mean on on uh, Monday? Prep day. Yeah. Monday's my prep day. Oh, man. Um, but uh, yeah, and also don't get too enthusiastic with wiping towards the beginning because. No, I know. I well, I use the super soft stuff, and then sometimes like this. Is, I don't want to get too graphic. With I've been very graphic on the show before. It doesn't matter. Um, but sometimes like I will just with where I'm at anyway, with like the symptoms of what I'm dealing with. Um, I'm still going upwards of twenty times a day, anyway. Jesus. And not it's not like crazy amounts. It'd be like a mm-hmm. thimble amount. Right. You know what I mean? Twenty. Uh, yeah. So it's it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like a. I need to get my life back. Have you so tried kind of juice cleanse? Have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> so, corrections corner. Chip Cherry sent in a sent in a I know all about the wiping. Is what I mean. Okay. Cool. Good. Uh, good keep it soft. Chip Cherry, uh, listener, was skeptical about the prostate uh, cancer jerking off story that we did last um, week, and he pointed out. Um, mm-hmm. The article said the largest research date follow uh, research to date uh, followed almost thirty two thousand men in good health for eighteen years. Of the number three thousand eight hundred thirty nine later developed prostate cancer, but the figure showed that in the forty to forty nine bracket, men who ejaculated more than twenty one times a month had a twenty two percent lower risk of developing the disease, mm-hmm. which might make one think the risk of prostate cancer is more than ten percent. However, the CDC indicates that the rate of prostate cancer for men under fifty are much less than three percent. Risk rises with age. Even if we use that as a rate, that rate, a daily wank will cause an insignificant reduction because reducing 3% by 22% only changes the absolute risk to just under 2.5%. Uh, this research could go towards helping find cures and treatments down the line, uh, and that should be the real fucking story, but it seems now a great wank will just have to be enjoyed for its own sake. Thank you, Chip Cherry. Thank you Thank for you, the Chip correction. Cherry. Have you guys talked about the send slip? The what? You should look into that. The send slip? It's a... Artificial um, foreskin. And I just found out about it, and I'm fascinated by it, and I just feel like it's something that might be worthy, worthy to talk about. You think it's science about. Enough, sciencey enough that we I don't, could... Uh, well, I, think well I have a foreskin. Do I, do I still get it? <laughs> you, do I still get one? You can't do double foreskin. You can't double it'll keep It'll keep your foreskin foreskin wet. Does that make sense? Got it. It dries up the... It, 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 de- it undoes what... It undoes what removing the foreskin does. Okay. So it makes it brings back sensitivity. This is alleged. I'm well, googling but it. I it's t- very alleged because you can't you can't how, completely. How much would you guess this cost? I'm how reading, much would you guess this cost? Oh, good, oh, the good puzzle. I'm gonna I'm you gonna can't guess, completely undo. I mean, it's priceless, obviously. Of course, priceless. But I would yeah. say sixty dollars. Uh, and they're disposable, by the way. So you're supposed, to, you're supposed to wear them every 10 days and then throw them away. Oh, okay. Hang on. In that case, I'm going to love Well, that's what my... I do to my foreskin anyway. <laughs> oh, well, then you're... Uh, I'm going to guess... Are you sure you're not I'm going to guess $12 then for a pack of 10. No. Um, no. Wait, $20 wait, for a pack of 10. Why Canadian? Can you not get this in the US? Yeah, go to Amazon. I think it's on Amazon. I'm looking on foreskinrestoration.net at okay, the moment for a review. $76 for a pack of 10. Wow. Well, if you're going to go to Amazon, I would say, you know... There's probably a way you could do it where you could you could just go through the link on probablyscience.com. If only. And you could get a discount on that. Uh, uh, or not a discount. We uh, They kick us some money. I don't know how things work. Yeah, yeah it costs you no extra money. It gives us a little commission. You could do that. You can also donate at probablyscience.com. Yes. Can you? And some people have donated. Anderson what? Jones has donated. Thank you, Anderson. Thanks, Anderson. Uh, for your monthly donation that's come through as well. Justin Broad, uh, that's a really generous donation for a monthly donation that's gone through. And Con- Thank you, Justin. Thanks for mailing in the story last uh, last week. Yeah, and Co- Conrad as well, uh, who apparently scared a herd of deer when running through a woods 
and heard Jesse tell his Febreze story from a few episodes ago. Uh, nice. Oh, I'm glad it scared those deer. And as a result, ended up donating. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And and is it Koch, Conrad? Koch, Koch is it's German. Koch, right? Koch. Well, you know what? Koch. We have another donor whose name, there's been some pronunciation. Uh, Who's that? And that's uh, Lindsay Isserman. It's uh, Isserman? No, 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 it's actually... It's, I, I was right. I mean, Andy's right, but yeah. I'm still insisting like it's, it's Isserman. I mean, it's she says it's pronounced Isserman, and that's the way Wagga her family Wagga? pronounces it. <laughs> Uh, so Lindsay, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Isserman is pronounced Iserman. <laughs> that's how that's Iserman. how she says yeah. Isserman. And also, she's involved in this cool project. <laughs> um, she's involved in this group of artists and scientists in New York who are developing a project called Menu for Mars. They've been meeting for a year to discuss the various difficulties of cooking and gardening on Mars, and they're opening a model but functioning kitchen in Brooklyn starting this week. The event runs through uh, June fourteenth. Events are all free to attend, and they've got some scientists presenting to expand on the topics. Oh, that doesn't sound intolerable. Thanks so, for writing in, Lindsay. So, <laughs> so go to www.kitchen.menu4mars.net. That's kitchen.menu4, as in the number four, and Mars spelled like the chocolate bar. Yeah, we got this dot warehouse net. space in Brooklyn. We're doing a sustainable Mars kitchen. <laughs> yeah, no, come on through, man. Come on through. By the way, someone else, many people wrote in to tell us that uh, Kira did not know how to pronounce the words peanut in Spanish. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lindsay, and we, we Lindsay that is a great idea, and I'm kidding, of course. Um, it's cacahuete about, or cacahuete. No, kidding about the first part. Yeah. It is a great idea. I'm not kidding when I say it's a... Lindsay, I love you. Like, um, I, on, a, on a real, the real kind. Come to Los Angeles. But yeah, that's... The, the agape, the, uh, the, the Christ-like kind of love, right? right. The, uh, yeah. yeah, that's the other correction is... <laughs> Uh, Kira was very wrong about what's yeah what peanuts I, 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 we all knew that that wasn't the word for peanut what but we didn't want to be dead. we did I think, I think she was Kira's just peanut in Spanish her, her son is allergic so she has to we know should it. be correcting her on this then like yeah, she's going she's into restaurant Spanish restaurants and asking for the wrong no thing no waka wakas please I think it's wakas wakas cacahuete or cacahuate so what did she is, say what did she, she say she was saying waka waka or caca caca or something is I that what but is that even anything in Spanish I don't or is she so. just asking for like it's like her son is like poop, no right? no sex no funny business I don't know what yeah. she's asking these waiters yeah what if they, what if they're putting extra peanuts in just because like, she keeps asking for no titties and uh, they <laughs> they're like okay done I'm sure done, yeah of sure. the many people who correct who wrote in to correct that one uh, if any of you do know whether the thing she asked for actually is a thing in Spanish please do write in again please write in again tell us <laughs> we'll forward that to Kira before her uh, kid before dies her child dies yes, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. So that's on you guys. So, so, right. so yeah, yeah. Aaron, you can. Oh, oh no, I was going to say. So yeah, you there. You can donate through propertyscience.com. Thank you for donating. Uh, if you're not we able really to donate, it, spread guys. the word. Tell people. Yeah. Uh, let people Go know about iTunes. our shows. Go on iTunes. Write nice comments. Subscribe if you're not already subscribing. And uh, and yeah, set your, your link friends. to Amazon to be our link. And right on our you Facebook wall. It. You know, do something like that. Now, uh, <laughs> Aaron, you mentioned earlier that uh, you've got a dog. Obviously, dogs are a bit furry. Summer, it's getting hot out. You ever think about shaving the dog? The dog has short hair. You ever think about shaving the dog? Oh, all the time. You think about shaving the dog? <laughs> what is this character, Jesse? Huh? Also, what are you linking are we to either? To? I don't know. I'm not sure where this is going or what the... Well, sometimes You're about to ask her if she has a Twitter account? Like, no, sometimes <laughs> you need to give a shave. Sometimes you need a good shave. Oh, we don't have time for all this, do we? Oh, okay. We don't have time? Well, I don't know. It just don't we get money like for it? Been, uh, no, never no, mind. That's true. It. No, no, it's a shitty razor. <laughs> want to keep Aaron it's getting no, so hot in the sun here it is it is it's right on me I, no but guys if you I want, if you want a high quality razor go to westernrazor.com David Angelo started this company did you know that who's David Angelo David again David Angelo is one of the funniest writers and comics in town um, he's and, a past guest of the show I and now he's know. a razor mogul 
Yeah, he How started a company that makes uh, high quality all metal. Because he was fed up. Safety razors. Well, like, yeah, they have all these clubs that are scammy. They're just sending you, like, plastic Are razors. you talking about Dollar Shave specifically? Is that one of your sponsors? No, oh, I don't okay, know. Okay. I'm just asking. Like, there's Harry's and Dollar Shave Club, and um, there's all these things. That, and basically, he's like, this is a problem we solved as a species, like, 100 years ago. Why are we... So he just decided to make a good metal safety razor. All you have to do is put in those double-edged blades that are really cheap. So. The parallel alien us has solved it like 3,000 yes. years ago. Why totally. do you think they're hairless? Yeah. So go to westernrazor.com and use the offer code SCIENCE for $5 off. And uh, yeah, you, all you have to do is buy one razor and that's all you'll need for, I don't know, decades? How long would something like that last? And well, forgive me for not knowing who he is. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's just it's no, funny that he's started not on you. this. He's a fucking, you know, whatever. He's a very funny fine. guy. Fine. You should know him because he's talented and successful, so you should know him. <laughs> He is one of the best joke writers. Uh, he wrote for Fallon for a while, and um, I worked with him on Wendy Cummings' talk show. He's very funny. Um, Aaron, what have you got coming up, and where can our listeners find out more about you and your work? Um, I host co-host a show called Throwing Shade, a podcast, on a, um, and it comes out on Thursday. We talk about... Get ready. We talk about gay issues and women's issues, but we do it in a funny way so it, people it, don't cry and uh, jump off bridges after we're done. Sure. Um, it is a very, very funny podcast. Oh, thank you. And then I do uh, Gay of Thrones. We've got three more episodes of that. Which Should we is to the a um, recap, gay, Game of Thrones recap show that we do with my hairdresser, and he basically <laughs> regurgitates the show in gay speak. <laughs> So, uh, so Cersei is blonde share, if that gives you any example. I've seen more episodes of Game of Thrones than of Game of Thrones. Oh, man. I don't even watch Game of Thrones, but I watch Yeah, Game of everyone has little, everyone has different nicknames. Every, no one has the, oh, Marjorie's the only person who's actually called Marjorie. Why did, why did she? I don't, we just were like, no, she's just Marjorie. <laughs> like, broke all the logic of the show. And then, um, uh, yeah, Brian and I, um, are, for Throwing Shade, we're going on tour in August. We'll be on tour August, September, and we don't, those aren't, the dates aren't solidified, but we're going to be announcing that soon. So check that out. If you do already watch Game of Thrones, I, I, that's what I do. Like, I'll watch an episode and then I'll watch the episode of your thing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't do it the other way around. No, it will no, ruin no. the episode. And my uh, Twitter is at Gibblertron. Gibblertron. G I B B L E R T R N T R O N. It's my last name if I was a robot. Excellent. Um, nice. We will be at the LA Podfest. Yeah, we will. Have September. tickets gone online for that yet? Yeah, yeah. September 18th through 20th. God, the sun is right. Do they have the thing now. where if you're buying a ticket for it, you can put in our code and it gets you anything? Um, or at least, no, like. No, but once we sell the live stream, we're going to have a video live stream of it that people can buy if they can't be there in person. And once that's live, we'll tell people how to, how to use the right uh, episode code for that. So do that. I'm going to be at Glastonbury. Uh, if anyone's going to be at the Glastonbury Festival, go to the comedy stage on either... F it's called the Cabaret Stage because they sometimes put jugglers on it. And I'll be there at some point on Friday and some point on Saturday. I'm not sure my exact times yet, but that will be in the app and the online program when it all comes out. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I just have the, the GoPro up my ass thing. Um, they They... After they, they have the tube up there and they end the colonoscopy, the way they get it back out is they, they attach a string to a doorknob, right? And slam a door? Yeah. Uh, yeah well, I was, like I was a little bit more, like, I, I, I pushed it out, so I, that was fine. But if, they, if it doesn't come out naturally, then that's what they have to do. Okay, got it, got it. And after it comes out, then a bunch of, a series of multicolored scarves follow it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you absolutely. could ask for a weightlifter to come and, like, drag it like they do with monster trucks. Oh, like with his teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Magnus for Magnuson. Yeah, that'd be great. No, um... If you're in L.A., I have a meltdown coming up in like two weeks or something where I'm going to probably just talk about my ass turning inside out. Um, 
and everything else twitter is at jesse case that's j-e-s-s-e-c-a-s-e unless you work at starbucks and then it's whatever the fuck you think it is i guess <laughs> and uh call back thank you guys for for listening andy uh, Andy T. Wood on Twitter, and um, I, I don't know if any, uh, no, no shows this week, but uh, fingers crossed for the future. <laughs> oh, and I'm Matt Kirshen on Twitter, and we are at Probably Science on Twitter as well, yeah. and you can email us, probablyscience at gmail.com. Uh, write us nice reviews, subscribe, uh, donate if you're able to donate, spread the word, follow everything that Aaron does. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Don't forget about the aliens, bro. <laughs> 